Hello and welcome. I'm Mark. I'm Matt. I'm Sam. And I'm Addison. This week we are discussing the 35th anniversary of The Legend of Zelda and taking a look at whatever the fuck Matt has chosen this week. Geoguessa Battle Royale, some comic with Spider-Man and Mario in a cat suit. It's a bit weird. So uh, grab your bargain bucket. This one's going to be uh, juicy. Hello and welcome to episode three. Very important thing, obviously, I know everyone wants to know, is we did the Godzilla noise in episode two, and we did put a poll out for who had the best Godzilla noise. I personally think it should have been me, even though there was uh, some huge gaps of silence, <laughs> and I promise I was making noise. It, it wasn't the fact that my audio was peaking, I'm not lying. <laughs> I'm just, I'm basically a secret Godzilla, okay? Um, Ninja Godzilla. We put the polls out, and I can tell you that Matt... Got no votes whatsoever. <laughs> it's because I didn't even vote for myself. You lot voted for your own, for yourselves. <laughs> we'll, we'll brush over the, the fact that we voted for ourselves. In the, the Game of Thrones, you either win or you die, Matt. And the unanimous <laughs> oh, winner, the, the, the clearest of, of wins by oh, anyone, stock. was Sam. Yes! So Sam is the best at Godzilla. <sighs> Thank you. Did you just Thank do you it? guys. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And all I'm going to say is, on the poll, there was a lot of uh, bot numbers, like user 164. (laughs) So I I think it was a bit of a suspect win, but we'll allow it. Sam 2, Sam Sam (laughs) 3. Well done, Sam. You won. The election was rigged. (laughs) Stop the count. Stop the count. Today, we're going to go over to Matt first, because... Honestly, I just don't have a clue what he's going to talk about. He's changed it about three times in the chat this week. So, uh, over to you, Matt. Only once. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) Just once, just once. It's it's because we have to decide so quickly. I have... I was going to watch a film, and I thought, nah, screw that noise. So I thought I'll buy a game instead. (laughs) Screw that noise, bro. Screw that noise, bro. I want to spend money and buy a game. (laughs) <laughs> yeah um, check this out check this out so i did and i bought a vr game Ooh. virtual reality oh. and, uh, <laughs> sorry that it's not wasn't supposed to come up through as sexual as i intended it's not porn <laughs> it's not porn um <laughs> it is a game called boneworks it's not porn <laughs> <Are you> sure? <laughs> <laughs> definitely not porn <laughs> it's not porn it's not porn What's that name again? Boneworks. <laughs> okay, so I know what Matt was doing on Valentine's Day. <laughs> I actually finished it before Valentine's Day. <laughs> if it or did it finish you? <laughs> oh come on! All right, okay. So this game is a basically a mixture between Portal and Half Life and The Matrix. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So it's that sounds uh, like a great concept. So it's kind of a very, it is very. You could tell it's very inspired by like Valve games, like Half Life and Portal. Yeah. But it's basically you have to solve, you have to solve quite a lot of puzzles with physics in VR. So it's quite interesting. And there's also mm. like gun combat as well, which is great. And also like swords and clubs and hammers and stuff, which is like oh just God. smashing someone in the face with a hammer is just <laughs> so, <laughs> so therapeutic. <good>. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great game, but 
you kind of the way I say it's like the Matrix is kind of you, you kind of go into this system which is a bit like the Matrix and you have to. I don't know if you've got to break out uh, as such, but you've got to sort of solve the issues in it to like escape. Okay. I guess. Okay. Oh, so you're in like a virtual world. Yeah, it's called Myth within OS. the story. Yeah, it's basically like the Matrix, but not, and um, it's a bit more fantasy-ish as well. But um, it's got some great like moments. Um, I it's actually quite. As a, it's basically just it's kind of an action puzzle shooter, so yeah, you kind of know what to expect. If you play Portal, you know what to expect for Portal. It's Portal with guns. But, uh, I mean, that already sounds like a, a pretty awesome. I mean, concept, yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's even like physics weapons. Like, there's actually a gravity gun in it. Basically, the same <laughs> as, as Half Life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and there's a lot of other physics weapons as well. There's like a it's like grips that are like magnets, a bit like Mission Impossible, where you like like suction pads oh that go on the wall and like magnetic. I think it's in what is it? Ghost oh, Protocol, wow. they have something like that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is that the um, yeah? Yeah, the Burj like Khalifa fails, doesn't it? Burj Khalifa. I always get, I always get, I think it's called the Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> <laughs> Wiz Khalifa. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was easier to remember when it was called the Burj Dubai. Yeah. Oh wow! I didn't realize it was called that. Like, just just think Wizkleefer, but it's not. Uh-huh, okay. But um, yeah, I mean, that was great fun. I literally spent, I think it was like 12 hours in it in virtual reality. Oh my God, so it's quite a long game then. It is. I do not recommend it if you get nauseous from uh, VR games because it is very, very taxing. Um, mm, when you're climbing, mm. the heights in it are just like incredible. You're like jumping off buildings and stuff and oh climbing up buildings. This certainly sounds great. Yeah, like this yes. kind of makes me want to get a VR. Yeah, yeah I mean so it, it is VR great. Headset. It is actually amazing, and it's kind of like the enemies that you encounter are kind of like zombies in a way. They're like electric zombies essentially, <laughs> um, but there are like guys with guns as well, like the combine in, in Half Life. So it's it's some good con- gun combat, and uh, it's just the physics stuff. You could kind of with any one on it, it's similar. To Portal, in a way, there's no one way to solve a problem. You can go a different route, or you can solve a different puzzle. Right. Oh, that's quite good. Yeah, so you can like climb something instead of you know solving a physics puzzle with like a scale or something. Um, it's really unique. And um, do you know? So you... Do you know who like developed it? Uh, Sorry, it's not a big company. I will actually no. page now, so I can tell you. It's stress level zero, so I think it's probably okay, the only game heard of them. they've made. Yeah. What were your stress yeah. levels playing it? Uh, <laughs> they were one. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you were taking the headset one. off to look at walkthroughs? No, 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 no. <laughs> I did not look at one walkthrough at all. That was a sentence. Nice. Um, so I'm pretty sure I know that name. Yes, I really the, he is the guy that How used to one? work with Freddie W on YouTube. I don't know who that is. Who, who's he, <laughs> he's that? Uh, he, you would have seen some of his videos. I'll send them through later. But he he must have gone into gaming because he used to do all like the videos with that guy. I just oh, recognised right. that uh, slogan you just said. Unless the name is company. Yeah, oh I suspect so. That's probably what it is. But I'm pretty sure they've only got the one game. Oh, there's they've got another couple of games on the website, but I think they're kind of in that game. It is great though. Yeah, because you've had um the 
like a VR headset for a couple of years, haven't you, Matt? Yeah, like, so I had, had the Oculus the Rift, Rift, like the first one, but not like the development one, the actual first release one. And that was, yeah, that was great. Yeah. And then I upgraded to the Quest 2 recently. Yeah, because um, I've never like, there's never been a game that's really like, made me think, okay, I, I need to get this now. Uh, I've then the, was it Half-Life Alex? Half-Life Alex is, is Yeah, is, I was going to ask awesome. if you played that. Yeah, I have. And how uh, does that, it how does it stack up? I'd say Boneworks is a bit clunkier, but it's not a triple A game like Half Life Alex. Um, yeah, I'd say I'd say Boneworks is more fun. Um, Half Life Alex has a better atmosphere and a better story, but um, Boneworks mm. is definitely more fun. There's just so much more things with Half Life Alex. You don't really have to solve anything. It's kind of just you know you shoot stuff well, and you go through yeah. the levels. It's kind of simple, more simplistic. In a way, there are like puzzles, but it's not like they're kind of like Half-Life puzzles. They're not they're not like on yeah. a portal level. But Boneworks is um, it's actually incredible. It's a really good game. Yeah, is um sounds really cool. <clears throat> there's one level where you kind of come across a Glados sort of arena sort of thing, where <laughs> right, you, it's like this massive ball, and you have to shoot these balls that you found on the floor into the holes around it. With a cannon, and you have okay. to like turn the cannon with with, uh, with like a, a wheel, and you like aim it. You can aim the cannon up and down, and then, like try and shoot it. You got to try and like line it up, and it's pretty cool. And then once you like get one in, and the enemies come out, it's kind of like a mini boss battle. Um, mm. But that was like that was stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so your stress level wasn't zero. No, it's, it's it was one. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it, it was really really good fun. There are actually like some scary bits as well i went around a corner and this guy just come out and scared the crap out of me <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh my god i just punched him in the face <laughs> with a hammer with smash his face yeah yeah, yeah. You punch things then huh so if you're i assume you're sat not kind of near your computer and do you ever accidentally punch things when you're punching out in the game no yeah. i'm not sat I, I stand up um Proper immersive. Proper immersive, yeah. And then I'm stood in the middle of my living room, essentially. So no, and you get like a guard. You know, in VR, you have something called a guardian, which is like a, a boundary. So you can see in the game where the wall would be if you set it. Oh, there. okay. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's smart. That's so cool. It yeah. is very smart, yeah. And the Quest 2, unlike the Rift, it doesn't need sensors. So um, with the, with the uh, Rift, yeah. you have to set up sensors around the room. This doesn't need that. Yeah. So it's got cameras on it. So it's very clever. Yeah, because yeah, I, I remember like PlayStation doesn't have that, does it? No, no, the PlayStation. Uh, I think you can use. I think the you need the, P- the PlayStation camera. I think. Yeah. That's it. I think it. Yeah, I think you need the PlayStation camera mm. for the PSVR. Yeah, I think the PlayStation one is a lot, a lot more basic compared to the Quest and, and other ones like the the um yeah. HTC Vive and the Valve Index. Yeah, I think they they're a lot. They're on a higher level, definitely. But the Quest 2 is also a standalone headset, so you can actually play games on it without a computer. Wow. Not not, not like big That's games, so good. But, um, but like games. Yeah. Some games are on there. Like It's like, like Star mid-range. Wars Vader Immortal is, is on the Quest headset, which is great. That's a good game as well. <laughs> yeah. So it's basically yeah. just uh, plugging VR, really. You know, it is good. Is this something you recommend people to, if they've never played VR before? Can you kind of sit there for a couple of hours and play it without feeling nauseous? Or I'm trying to remember how I felt going into it the first time around. I'm not really one to get motion sickness, so um, 
for me, I don't think it was too difficult. And also, I play a lot of video games, evidently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think for me it didn't take that much getting used to um, but I think I could see why people get sick playing stuff like that especially this game is is like mad There's <laughs> I just thought of something there's one bit where you have to you have to make a jump on, on a basically like a hover cart so you get on this cart and you push forward and it just like f- launches forward and it launches you across this map basically <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so it's pretty like hardcore sounds incredible yeah i imagine for people who aren't used to that sort of thing it's not the first game to go to uh i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't recommend it as the first game to play on vr but saying that it's a great game and um this is the main character of the game here you go here's a little what up son <laughs> <laughs> i was expecting that to be much longer i was like wait was that it that's it yeah yeah <laughs> What did you say? What up, son? What up, son? There's literally there's a moment where you you kind of like the zombies sort of become they become you, and oh um, they say that to you, and they say other stuff as well. I ended up punching them all to death. <laughs> 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 literally, the first time I met, I was like, "Get out of my way!" Punched him. It's very violent, but very good. <laughs> awesome, <laughs> God, uh, great, but yeah, ah. definitely recommend it. Awesome. Well, so we started you... off with a positive one this week. It's, it's quite good. Like <laughs> yeah, it's good. It. <laughs> yeah. It's a good start. Well, I think we can move on to uh, probably another positive one. I think from my personal opinion, I don't know how you guys feel as well, And it's an, another Battle Royale. So um, yeah. last Monday we all played together and we played Geogessa Battle Royale. Mm. So yeah. for, for people that don't know what Geogessa is, it came out in 2013 and it's just essentially a semi-randomized Google Street View. You get dropped in a random area and you've just got to kind of guess where it is. And then kind of towards the end of last year, start of this year, they put together a battle royale where you get three guesses. And if you get it right, you move through to the next round. You get it wrong, you're out. So um, what do you guys think? Do you enjoy it? I really enjoyed it, actually, yeah. Um, It's very geographical. (laughs) It was very (laughs) geographical. Yeah, because I remember you were descri- describing the concept, uh, and I thought it sounded interesting, but I was like, oh, how, how long can you really play that for? But I think we, like, what, we killed, like, three, four hours, and it just, oh, yeah. like, absolutely yeah. flew by. Yeah. Um, it took me a little while to... Get... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think it took me, like, two hours before I realised there's, there's, like, a 50-50 button. <laughs> it was so far in. And then, and then you would just shout like, out the country. Which, one, which one's the flags? Which one? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. What is this flag? They look the <laughs> same. <laughs> I know it does really test your uh, geographical knowledge mm. and, and flag knowledge. Like there's some flags where I'm like, I, I generally haven't. I don't think I've ever seen that in my life. No, <laughs> not many people have. Um. <laughs> no, there is that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would highly recommend mm. like, if you've got a group of mates. You can play it with random people, can't you, Mark? Yeah, so you can play in lobbies random of up to, to 10 people. You can play in private lobbies with just your friends and you just yeah, get yeah. dropped. You'll get dropped in the same place on the map and you've kind of got to use the standard street view of clicking and scrolling around, look, kind of looking for clues, see if there's a yeah, sign yeah. that's maybe yeah. in Hebrew, so you know you're in Israel or looking out for flags. Yeah, yeah. It's quite It's amazing what you what you do pick up on to like for clues because like even there'll be times you know when the amount of times we got dropped into like just a random field or like a country road and you're like oh my god like where the hell am i and there would just be like one tiny like sign that might be the clue yeah. <laughs> i remember there's one um, one where it was literally like dropped on some road and there were two french cars and i was like 
it's got to be France. <laughs> it was, luckily. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere, but it paid it, off. We seem yeah, to like definitely. get randomly dropped in Albania, I think, way more times than we should have. Like. <laughs> Yeah. And Tunisia, it kind of it was like as soon as I saw a little bit of desert and some French writing, I was like, "Yeah, we're in Tunisia again." We got dropped in Sri yeah. Lanka a lot as well, didn't we? I know. Yeah, yeah. Now, that I would think, always like throw me off. I think Adson knows what to look out for now. If we ever land in Sri Lanka and Gia gets yeah. again, they bought cool lines. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I kept doing was um, I'd be like on a road and there'd be a car ahead of me, and I'd be like, "All right, if I catch up to that car, maybe there's a clue on there." <laughs> Forgetting that, obviously, you're in the Google van. <laughs> Just follow. Like, why can't I catch this car? This car isn't getting any closer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just never thought I'd see the time where that's a battle royale that we're contending with as well. I know. It's just such a, a popular mode now. You're kind of everywhere. And I never thought I'd see Gia guess I go, you know what we're going to do, guys? Battle royale. Yeah. It's definitely I, the less I found stressful. It, mate. it was the yeah, time. Yeah, definitely. Uh, the time was the stressful bit. Mm. Oh yeah, that's true. Like sixty seconds. It is, I quite like that though. Yeah, it is amazing. Like what they can turn into a battle royale. Like I remember this bit off topic, but um, did you guys ever play Tetris Ninety Nine? I knew you were yeah. going to say that one. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did any of you play it? No, I never. Actually I've not. It. No, no. It was actually like such an addictive game. Same with um, they did Mario Thirty Five. Um, oh yeah. Which I think you can still play at the moment for some reason. It's like gonna end on at the end of march yeah. but again like i would never thought you could make you know 2d mario into um a battle royale game it, it, just, it just works it's, it's just awesome yeah yeah thing is games are getting quite competitive now aren't they i think generally across the board you're looking at games even the most kind of chill one like g i guess is like right let's make it a competition yeah 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 because yeah. the normal one you have to like you have to get as close as you can to where you think it is or where it is <laughs> Yeah, so uh, yeah. I think on what was it uh, Tuesday, yeah. m- me and my friend Phil, we played it together. We just did the famous locations, mm. and they drop you. You get generally drop like Taj Mahal or Chippy down yeah. the road. Yeah, <laughs> Stonehenge <laughs> yeah, came up father. quite a lot. And then you're sitting there going, "Okay, I know where Stonehenge is, but do I know where it is on a map when I've got no guide?" I, don't, I definitely yeah, don't. Yeah, because normally you'd it search you, wouldn't you? You'd go, "All right, is it the A A three hundred three? It's near, isn't it?" Like, I, know I told you, if we'd have played the UK one, I'd have been alright at it. <laughs> oh, yeah, although, I was surprisingly, like, UK. although I was surprisingly good at this one, to be fair. I was very surprised. Yeah, you kind of hustled Oh yeah, because you went into it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'm so. going to be rubbish. <laughs> yeah, I am cool. terrible at geography, but clearly I have some like knowledge that's tucked away in my brain somewhere of geography. geography you, you, you know if there's French <laughs> cars from <laughs> France. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that that helped me quite a lot. Actually, my knowledge of cars. <laughs> the amount of times I kept, because I don't know why, for some reason, when I would get it right and the big green like correct screen comes up, I thought that was the end of the game. So the amount of times I would just shout out the country like, "Oh my god, I knew it was the I USA!" Knew it was the US. <laughs> it was the US. <laughs> that was, was like, "Oh, okay." All of us were on our last guess, and you went, "Oh, it's USA." I'm like, "Yeah, Cheers, Sam." <laughs> there was a chart in USA, wasn't it? <laughs> there you go, guys. Yeah, just helping you out. But it's yeah, it's fun game. Yeah, yeah. Is that, is that two recommend. two positives in a row? It is. God, what's going on? I wonder if we'll, we'll be. I wonder if we'll get four. Yeah, I think. Uh, <laughs> well, potentially we might get three. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pass over to you, Addy. What, what you got to talk about this week? I was going through the hot news 
uh, and saw that Keanu Reeves might be up for playing Craven the Hunter. Um, by the time we're recording now, that is out of date and he's out. Um, and it was just oh. confirmed as a rumor. Um, oh. oh no! Like two days ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I still read uh, Craven's last hunt. Um, Sorry, his last what? Hunt. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Hunt, hunt. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Apple's going to pull us. They're going to pull out. <laughs> oh god! Hey, you stole my line. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. So who? So who? 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 That? Who? Craven. Craven is a well, usually a Spider-Man villain, um, and I only really knew him from the '90s cartoon. Uh, because I don't actually Classic. read comic books that much. Um, but Sam said this one was good, so I thought I'd go in on this. Um, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed like, it, actually. And it was shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was good. I can see why this is a famous story. Um, yeah, okay. It's quite heavy, in a way. Um, yeah. More than I was expecting Look. for, like, a... Uh, Spider-Man comic. <laughs> yeah, for a Spider-Man comic, because I think the ones I have read are very light... Um, generally, and also I'm more basing my knowledge on the '90s cartoon, which is probably a bit toned down compared to. Yeah, um, I think you're you're right though. Like when you think of Spider-Man, you think you know quite quippy. He's had obviously yeah. you know some tragic tragic moments with like Gwen Stacy and all that. But, Uncle Ben, you know, yeah, Uncle Ben, yeah. Rest in peace, Uncle Ben. Quite fun. Oh, Uncle Ben, he's still I love his rice. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we done in a minute. Yeah, um, I can see why because I didn't realise when they were when the rumour was going around. It's actually going to be a Craven solo film, kind of like the Morbius one they're doing oh. with Jared Leto and Venom. Um, wow, I didn't know that. No, either. I didn't know that. I thought it was going to be right. for the, one of the actual Spider-Man films. Yeah, um, like that film needs so, more characters. Uh, yeah, I know. You you were saying a minute ago that he's like usually a Spider-Man villain. Does that mean like sometimes he's, he's like an anti-hero? Yeah, he's like he, I from what I understand, he's sometimes a bit more of an anti-hero than oh, right. full-fledged villain. But I might be mm-hmm. talking up my ass there. Uh, <laughs> but good I, research, I, good research here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could see why this would be the story. They might take a lot of inspiration for if they're doing a solo film. Um, yeah. Oh, I don't know how much. Yeah, it's kind of hard it, to really. talk about it without. Yeah, yeah. I, know. I, I was just saying that. I was like, how how far can we go into? But then again, it uh, is kind of the whole concept. Yeah, that is true. Um, go for it. All right, spoilers, spoilers from here Possible. on out, guys. Um, <laughs> okay, if, sure. you, if you two care, speak now. We'll forever hold your peace. <laughs> I speak now. No, I mean, I we can we can like mute for a little bit, and while you're talking about it, but I'm going to be listening to the podcast back, so I'm going to hear it anyway. I'm really not. I'm really not. Ahead, I, I, I don't know. I don't know who this person is. To be honest, really, um, I don't read comics. So I'm not a nerd. He, I'm not a nerd. His whole thing is that he's the basically the greatest hunter of oh yeah yeah all time ever. Um, yeah, and the one thing he really wants to kind man. of put on his trophy trophy wall is Spider Man. <laughs> Sorry, uh, his trophy trophy. Off. His trophy wall <laughs> is Spider-Man. Um, yeah, and in this film, uh, film, in this film <laughs> it's not a film yet. 
in this comic, uh, he kind of succeeds. Um, yeah. So the whole point of the story is he kills Spider-Man um, yeah. and then kind of takes on the mantle for a little bit to prove that he could be a better Spider-Man than Spider-Man. Um, yeah. Do you start swinging oh, so on webs? I love it. Stuff. I love it. <laughs> he doesn't quite. He doesn't quite swing on webs. No, but he does crawl around like a weirdo. Um, yeah. Weirdly enough, swing that's not going to be the uh, only time I say that on this podcast. But we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I, I love. Um, and this is kind of on the front cover, but like the shot of Spider-Man in the grave. Like it's great. Yeah, I it love, looks so good. Yeah. And they kind of purposefully... I don't think it's the symbiote suit. I think Spider-Man does have just a black suit, which... Yeah, I, was, is, I wasn't sure on that, because it kind of picks up in the middle of the larger story, and obviously I know nothing about outside of that. So I was wondering whether it was yeah. the symbiote suit. Mm. But... I, I, yeah, I think I read up on it when I... when I Because I read this a couple of years back, and because I, I was like, it never really like specifies, but I think what I read was it's not. I think... Um, there is a point in the Spider-Man comics when he does have just a black version of his suit, which is like yeah, because I can't remember which one came first. I don't. I think it might be this because I don't think Venom was around at this point. Because I I associate oh, yeah, Venom like with nineties, right. and this is like very late seven or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Right, okay, I think um, you're right. But he is in a black but, suit for the whole thing. Yeah, which adds to that dark. It's a much like it's probably the darkest Spider-Man comic guy i've read like that yeah. i can i mean think he of. does <laughs> yeah <laughs> stuff yeah 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 um but i would i'd be very interested to see this as a film and you could do um if you looped tom holland in or whatever um, yeah. and then yeah. kill him off halfway through i mean i think that'd be great um, that would actually yeah and like spoiler alert again he comes back by the end um <gasps> Oh. so it's not like you're doing it for like the whole series but mm, yeah i definitely think you could hook people in with that um and i reckon definitely. they would as well sony kind of do whatever they want with them at the moment don't they? yeah, mm. yeah it's a weird villain who well aside from craven there's um another villain that i i hadn't heard of yeah before i was I read a big this fan of him i'd not heard of him before yeah, Vermin, yeah. I think he's called, isn't he? He's kind of like a, a kind of sewer rat. I, d- I definitely think you could replace him with anything, really. I d- I d- it was quite <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, he was actually turned into that. They they mentioned um, Baron Zemo turned him into that creature. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot which about I thought that. was quite interesting because obviously he's playing. I've back. heard of that because that's in popular culture. <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. I know that one. Yeah. Yeah, because. Before I read this, I, I I think I was the same as you, uh, Addison. Like, I'd only really seen Craven the Hunter in the 90s cartoon, and I remember thinking, he, I just thought he was a bit of a ridiculous character. Like, but those are the um, best ones. Yeah, that's true, though. Yeah. Like Mysterio um, was never cool. <laughs> but no. he still made it great in the film. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah. Um, he was always after read. Yeah. After reading this, I was like, wow, this. Is actually a great villain. Yeah, like, it kind of got me yeah. thinking. Like, which um, Rose Gallery do I prefer, like Batman's or Spider-Man's? Um, yeah. So what? What? Think... What is a Rose Gallery? I don't know what that is. Rogue. 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 Oh. Rogue's Gallery is just so like the. No <laughs> the I'm rock clueless rock. here. It's like it's a garden. Of a... <laughs> <laughs> I love What's a Rose Gallery. There's a rose in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, a rogues gallery is essentially like one superhero's lineup of villains. The two, Batman, the two most his. famous ones are, I would say, and I think most people would agree, Spider-Man's and Batman's, because yeah. they're oh, yeah, so interesting, um, more than most other superheroes. Mm. Yeah, whose do you prefer? I think on like initial thought, I'm going to have to go Batman. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that, especially the 1992 got... animated series. Uh, yeah, that has it well kind of went through all of them didn't it? it they're just like so many iconic ones and they definitely feel a bit more threatening um yeah kind of Freeze. i was thinking about this the other day because obviously we we kind of like posed the question in our whatsapp group um and i was having to think about it and initially i, I kind of went for batman batman's villains but then uh, i kind of feel like the joker is so good that he kind of overshadows the rest yeah, yeah i kind of yeah. get that because you do have Where the Green it... Goblin with Spider-Man, but it's definitely not quite as iconic as the Joker. Yeah, I feel like Spider-Man has a few arch villains. He has like throughout the decades, it was the Green Goblin, and then kind of Doc Ock, and then in the nineties, Venom, and it's kind of been Venom since, really. Yeah. Um, whereas Batman, it's always been Batman. And yeah, because do you think Joker's got his own film? As I know Venom now does as well. Mm. Well, well, first film. <laughs> <laughs> Not a very well loved film, whereas Joker's quite well renowned. I do mm. think, as a whole, you kind of take Batman's ones more seriously, but whether that's because it goes with the tone of DC and Batman himself, maybe that's why. Yeah. Um, my my favorite villain is Egghead, the man with the power of egg. Is this, is this real? I can't no, it's, it's not real. Is, is that Humpty Dumpty? E- <laughs> I just made it up. Easily. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is an egg-shaped villain like that. In oh, God. There? See, it's so easy to just make a villain. <laughs> Cup Man, the man with the power to hold water in his head. <laughs> That's a video game, isn't it? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> See? Matt, you're wasting ideas here. Um, Keep them in. I think also... Mouse but... Man, the man the burn with the power of a PC mouse. Well, that's just Disney. All right. <laughs> just looking at things on my fucking desk. There's not an egg on my desk. <laughs> Microphone man. Oh Christ! I think half the reason why I like the Batman villains as well is probably down to like Arkham Asylum, which is just yeah. one of my all-time favorite games. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh yeah, of course. Um, and you go through so many of the villains in that; they just feel like you can do more with them than some of Spider-Man mm. ones. I think. I think a lot of Spider-Man ones do seem a bit jokey. Um, they do. Yeah. Then yeah, again, think... Batman has Calendar Man, so. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah, Arkham Tim- Asylum does him quite well, don't they? You sort of briefly mention him, and he has. I think he's in it, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's in like oh, one wow. of the cells. Yeah. Um, they do it quite well. I think Arkham Asylum is quite dark, isn't it, in nature? Yeah, so yeah. It, it does it really well. I do find with Spider-Man's villains, like you, you know, you were saying about how um, they're a bit more kind of like jokey. Yeah. Um, but I was really impressed with when um, uh, what's the first Tom Holland Spider-Man film called? Um, Spider-Man. Homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. When they announced it was going to be Vulture, I was like, oh, what crap mm. villain. But then when I watched it, I was like, oh my God, Vulture's great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he was that good. like converted me. The, the only I mean, problem... it, was, it was Batman, wasn't it? Essentially. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Bird, yeah, basically. and Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only problem I yeah, have with that Michael... film is what they did to the Shocker, because I love the Shocker in one of the Spider-Man games. Oh, yeah. And he's like yeah, yeah. kind of a crap villain in that. <laughs> 
<laughs> he really is. Funny. He's got a bit of a joke. <laughs> would you say? Would you say you want Spider Man? What? Are you leading I up to want Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> the delivery on that was appalling. <laughs> it's like <Yeah>. Segway. <laughs> I think that might be your worst one. Play. <laughs> would you recommend people read it, Addison? Yes, I would. Now that I've spoiled all of it, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. surely there's bits of it. That you know, there's bits in it that are probably quite intriguing. Yeah, aren't there? Yeah, I think yeah. So. Um, yeah. One, like, one thing that I didn't yeah. quite mention is I love how um, by the event, end of it, you kind of realise how much Craven misunderstands the point of Spider-Man. Oh um, yes. That's a great so part of the <laughs> comic, and I'd love to see that in film as well. So I do kind yeah, of hope, hope yeah. they kind of take this and run with it if they're going to run with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they have to. Like it is like the Craven story. Yeah. Like if they don't, that'd be and I'm, I'm almost kind of glad Keanu Reeves isn't attached because I wasn't sure about that. Yeah, I've. I Who like would Keanu you Reeves. attach to it? I don't know. It needs to be someone like big and like. Hulking sort of yeah. size, and you don't Basically. get that with John Reeves. He's a bit too lean, no. and also very. He plays calm and collected characters very well, and that shouldn't be this. Character. Yeah, would you would you say Vinnie Jones no. would play him really well? Oh, Probably not. <laughs> Please not. <laughs> the juggernaut bitch. I'm trying to think who would be. It's a difficult. Do you know what? Who? Um, the one that I I saw that I went oh, okay, yeah, I can see that is uh, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that's a great choice. Yeah, yeah. I, I could definitely see him doing it. Oh my god! Yeah, because he's got like the <laughs> he's got the body. Yeah. Because the character is the character be... a bit. Is he a bit Carl Drogo? He's Russian. He's Russian. So <laughs> yeah, he's got, he's got a Russian yeah, background. Basically then. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I, they like could moody. easily rework that to yeah. see um, Jason Momoa's background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. I love that now. That's that's all. Like, yeah. Cast anyone else. It, it was a pretty boycott. Good one, <laughs> So that's three positives we've got now. Are we going to get a fourth, Sam? Are we? So I'm going to push it over to you now, mate. Right. So uh, I got my hands on the Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury game, which came out for the Switch. So the Super Mario 3. Yeah, (laughs) it's a bit of a mouthful. It's not a short (laughs) title at all. (laughs) No. I know I've got my notes here. And I've broken them down into <laughs> half and half. Um, so yeah, the Super Mario 3D World. So that, that's actually a port from a Wii U game, which I'm sure barely anyone played because who the hell owned a Wii U? I did. Um, oh, you did actually, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, he's got VR as well, so he's a bit. Of a niche yeah, he's got everything. He's I got do everything. get most consoles, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so. Yeah, so I, I haven't played uh, 3D World at all, or 3D Land, which I think was the 3DS game. Yeah, um, very good. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I, I've so far for 3D World, I've actually been really enjoying it. It's um, it kind of like it's a bit of a mesh between like this kind of 2D and 3D Mario games. I call it like I guess it's like a 2.5D in a way. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's a thing. Is that is that a thing? Yeah, a yeah thing. I was gonna say is that a thing? Yeah, I yeah. I wouldn't say it was like that. Like, I would say it's it's like two point eight. It's like almost three D, but really not quite. Yeah, it's not like it kind of is though. It is kind of three D because it is kind of. What makes it not three D? Like, is there a limit? It's there are bits of it that are two point five D. 
yeah yeah it, yeah it it kind of like yeah you're right there'll be some parts where like some of the level you've got like full full camera control and then yeah you'll jump onto a bit which is a bit more kind of side scrolly is that so kind in, of like is matches... that in the same way as super mario odyssey in that it switches to 2d uh, very purposely or is it more like a oh this bit is just yeah. a little less 3d than that bit yeah yeah uh, uh the, the second one right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not like you transform into, like, retro-looking Mario, yeah. like, 16-bit Mario. It is, yeah, it's just kind of like the camera turns and you're suddenly you're running sideways for a bit. Um, but, um, yeah, I've, I've really been enjoying it. Like, it kind of, like, reminded me of how much... Uh, this game and the um, the All-Stars game that came out last year, I just fucking love Mario. <laughs> I love playing Mario games. Like, Mario's I don't great. think there's yeah. any other franchise where you play a game and it's just this fun. Like, I'm like, I, I rarely get, even like during the, the difficult parts, I'm not like raging at all. I'm just like, this is so, it's, this is so fun. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm mostly going from Super Mario Odyssey. It's all just very yeah. laid back. Yeah. Um, it's very you can cool kind of game. pick up and yeah. play and you don't have yeah. to worry about doing anything specific, really. No, no, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although I remember, yeah. I think it was Super Mario Bros. 3. On the Game Boy Advance, is it? Or Game Boy Color, I think it might have been. It's Color, I think. Yeah, I remember that being stressful as hell. That was a really difficult game, if, if I recall. I think right. it is, yeah. I think the full 2D ones are just more stressful in general. Hardcore, man. Because yeah. that's, that's, that's more play. like a race to the end. Mm. Them. Whereas the yeah. 3D ones are a lot more, go collect this stuff on your own. Yeah, game. yeah. I think the 3D yeah. world become became just so chill. The the 3D land on the 3DS was probably the most relaxing game I think I've ever played. Yeah, you can 100% complete it, and it's just there's no real stress. I wasn't losing loads of lives. I ended up finishing the game I think with like 100, 100 lives and completing everything 100%. And it was just like that was actually really nice. But once I'm not getting yeah. absolutely shit on by a game, yeah, yeah. At one point though, does the game become too easy? Is that not too easy? Well. I, with this game, uh, I think I've gotten to, like, the f- World 4, and mm. it is, like, there's a gradual increase in difficulty. Like, um, basically, in, in each level, there's, like, three green stars that you have to find uh, to kind of progress. And there's been somewhere, I'm like, I have no idea where this star is. Like, generally, that, that there's one in, um, it's one of, like, the haunted Boo mansions. Um, I still don't know where the second star is, and I, I refuse to look it up. <laughs> Um, Did you get a man in the night? Yes, I heard that. Is it very uh, again going back to Odyssey? Is it very like easy to play, hard to master sort of thing? Yeah, I think that's a good way to describe it. Mm. Um, yeah, if you want to like collect every single you know star, it's kind of like how um, how I found Super Mario Odyssey. Like you get the moons and that, um, and then after you complete the game, like there's like I think there's literally like seven hundred moons get like released around the different kingdoms. Oh and some of them are just like insanely difficult to get. Um, that's for uh, really completionists, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the point yeah. where I put the game down and go, no, I'm never touching that again. <laughs> yeah, I'm done <laughs> yeah. now. Thanks yeah. for that. Bye. But, but I, I was here for the plot. The yeah, the plot of Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Peach gets captured. <laughs> what happens next? But... <laughs> Peach is... Princess Peach gets rescued. <laughs> And so the gimmick of this game, as uh, you've probably seen, is the cat suit, um, right. which somehow in the Mario world 
This was the, this is really weird. This is the creepy little fucker crawling around I was mentioning earlier. God, right. It freaks me out. <laughs> Watching the videos, like it's cool that him and Peach and furries. Good for them. Is it? It's no. the way he walks around. It creeps me the fuck out. It's pr- like it's they do a great job of doing the the cat like strut. Yeah, <laughs> like they actually nail it. Yeah, I've only I've only but... I'm only going by gameplay videos, but I hate it. And <laughs> um, there's like, from what I've seen, there's no explanation other than like this is just the kingdom that you're in. Like it's it's called like I think it's called like the Sprixy Kingdom, and it's just like this fucking cats everywhere it's just, everything's a cat and there's there's no explanation for it i'm like i was literally looking it up like why what's the cat thing about and there's there's no answer out there it just is they don't want to answer because you know why <laughs> yeah i always thought it was like peach's like cute little suit in mario kart i never knew it was a full-fledged part of the game yeah yeah um but i have to admit like it did. It was making me chuckle. Like me and my wife were playing it just before um, we started recording this, um, and just like the little meow sounds are quite funny. Just like and all, hear all the suits. Oh, Go for it, Matt. I'm just taking my glasses off there, so I can't actually see what I'm doing. <laughs> I can't see. <laughs> it's gonna be a Spider-Man sound. <laughs> so that's when you finish the level. Yeah. Meow. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and. That's that's another big thing about this game is that um, you can play multiplayer, like four player multiplayer on this. And me, my wife, and Matt tried this out. Uh, Matt, what did you think? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's a Mario game. What, what else do you need? <laughs> it's you Mario. know, yeah, it's uh, if you're playing Mario, you know what to expect. I think really, don't you? Um, it is. Yeah, I f- do feel it was more 3D than 2D. Yeah, um, yeah, it definitely is. It did it's... remind me a lot of Super Mario 64. I don't know why. Yeah. That's yeah. a, no, that's a fair comparison. Like a com- combination of that and like Super Mario Bros. You know the yeah, 2D, yeah. the proper two D ones. So it was yeah, I thought it was a really good game actually. Yeah, I don't know what Bowser's Fury is like, but um, I'm sure you'll nice tell segue us. There, Matt. Nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> so Bowser's Fury. So yeah, so this is the kind of like add on thing that they've chucked on to kind of warrant paying full price for this. Paying seventy um, quid or whatever it is. <laughs> Nintendo like to do. The worst one was the um. The port of Super Mario Brothers U. I think it was like it oh, came yeah. with a DLC that was released for the game, and it was like, "Yeah, pay full price." I was like, "Nah, nah, I ain't doing it." Um, this one though looked uh, a bit cooler. So yeah, Bowser's Fury. So this is like actually like a full-on open world, you know, more in style of like um, Mario Odyssey. Okay. Um, so it's like you know full camera control, three sixty camera control, um, and Essentially, the premise is that um, for some reason, Bowser's just gone absolutely apeshit and you're called upon by his son, Bowser Jr., to come and help out. Um, And you basically, it kind of like references Mario Sunshine quite a bit, which I was like kind of quite happy to see. Mm. Um, It's like the the kind of map is full of like loads of small little islands that you have to like get to and obviously there's like you know platforming on each of these and you have to collect um i think they're literally called cat shines um whereas you obviously say yeah they really doubled down um, on that didn't they <laughs> yeah <laughs> basically it it kind no of takes the ability this one <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well, that's the thing like i do feel like my criticism of the game is if you can't get on board with the cat thing, just, just don't go near this game because cool. it really 
Yeah. Like, Addison, you're going to hate this game. You don't like people in fursuits. This isn't one for you. I'm cool with that. It's just the way he walks when he's wearing it. It freaks me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, I forgot where I was. Oh, yeah. So, Baz Fury. So... Baz is furry. So I Baz is furry. About... <laughs> me, yeah. me oh, God. Also. They missed a trick there. They missed a trick. Oh, did they? <laughs> I mean, you know for a well fact like... they've made those jokes. 100%. <laughs> Actually, I think there was a point. Um, so uh, basically what happens is every like couple of minutes, Bowser kind of like comes out and starts like wrecking shop. Um, and there's these specific boxes called Fury Boxes, which have like Bowser's face on it. And you have to get him to break them with his like fire breath. And there was generally a moment when the objective was break the fury boxes. And I thought it did say furry boxes. <laughs> so I was running around for like 10 minutes like, where the fuck are these like Fuzzy furry boxes? boxes? Yeah, a I was fur- like, there's going to be like little cat ears sticking out. <laughs> a furry box is a different thing altogether. Yeah, don't, don't. We don't need that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking hell. <laughs> oh, look that one up after the show. Or do I, do I want to uh... that? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Safe search. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've... <laughs> Don't look at that at work. <laughs> oh, God. Not safe for work. <laughs> but I've actually been really enjoying Bowser's Fury. I thought it was going to be like a... Maybe two-hour, like, bit of DLC. But um, I think, like, the standard playthrough is about five hours. And then if you want 100% it, it's about eight hours not bad. long. That's not bad at all, is it? Yeah, yeah that, I was really, like... That's kind of what you expect um, from a game that's full price, really. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so I think this one definitely warrants paying full price for more than previous examples that Nintendo's well, done. That's good to know. Yeah, that is good to know. Yeah. So how have you been but, playing the game? Have you been playing it handheld or docked? I assume docked. So a bit of both. Um, and so Super Mario 3D World plays great handheld. Like, it maintains like a 60 frames per second. <laughs> Um, whereas Bowser's Fury docked is 60 frames but when you do it handheld it drops to 30 yeah um, I've been hearing about this yeah and I kind of shit so myself weird. when I first played it because I first just loaded it up in handheld and after you've seen like the 60 frames in 3D world and then it goes to 30 in Baz- Bowser's Fury I was like oh no it, just, it feels crap but luckily yeah when you dock it it bumps up to 60 which is nice so I would definitely play Bowser's Fury docked but 3D world you can play either that's very strange okay. that they've done that. That is strange, isn't it? Yeah. I know. I think it's to do with the, the textures that they've got going on on screen. It's just so vibrant. Oh, they just so had to get furriness in there, didn't they? They just ruined the whole game. But I'd expect it to be the other way around because the docks <laughs> is going to be a lower resolution than the, no, the no handheld what? is going to be a lower resolution than the docked. So I'd expect yeah. it to be better to run better FPS. I was surprised because handheld. I can't remember. One or the other. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think Mario Odyssey runs 60, both docked and handheld. Yeah, I can't remember that sure dropping today. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was that was a bit of a letdown. But, I mean, you know, it's, it's it's playable. Like, it's not like, oh, this is... I cannot play this anymore. Like, it's great. And when, when you and Matt were playing it together with your wife as well, did you play that? Mm. Did you all have a copy or was it... Just the one copy that you shared between you, a bit like Mario Kart 7 on the DS. Yeah, it was just uh, my copy of the game. And, oh, so they've uh, kept that? Yeah, yeah. So you can play locally four-player. 
You can, I think there is an online mode as well, which I haven't tried. We'll note that we are in a support bubble. I do live on my own. <laughs> that is why. Yeah, we had like we had a whole party. Um, you know, <laughs> the only we, people we, you see are in VR most of the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, <laughs> or yeah. on Teams calls at work. <laughs> it's a bit of a surprise when I take my headset off and there's actually people there. <laughs> like, oh my god oh my god did you just see me crawling on the floor <laughs> like a cat yes, i did yes oh, god. Oh, no. just in full cat suit <laughs> oh, you know that um, someone is going to do that <laughs> but yes i would recommend this oh my god and it is another positive review holy crap that's episode. four out of four. Oh my god Someone like say something negative, quick. Uh, 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 I can't think of anything. I'm too suit. positive right now. <laughs> <laughs> the cat suit is weird. <laughs> but if you like that sort of thing, that's up to you. I think on that yeah, one, we, we won't uh, judge. Except for Anderson, he might judge. <laughs> I think we'll move over to uh, the 35th anniversary of Legend of Zelda after that, I think. So, um, kind of segueing <laughs> off the back of Mario, you've got Shihiro Mimoto was the creator of both Mario and Zelda. They have the same story, don't they, really? Pretty amazing when you think about in the 80s, he created both. That's It's just insane the, the how it, far-reaching they've become. Two of the biggest franchises, game, video game franchises of all time. That is actually yeah, like Nintendo ones, they're like the biggest. Yeah. Mm. So we're going to look at Legend of Zelda kind of a bit more in depth, look at some of the games and kind of chat between us and then we're going to talk about what we think next week when it's the 30th anniversary. So we're recording this on the 15th of, of February. See what kind of games might release. Mm, Who yeah. knows? Well, are they going to follow Super Mario? We'll discuss that in a little bit. Mm, mm. So how do you guys want to do it? Do you want to should we go via the timeline or should we just go kind of chronologically when they've released? Um, I, don't, I don't really know much about the, the first ones, like the... Proper, proper old ones. Yeah, I have only played Breath of the Wild, so I'm not going to be inputting much on the early ones. <laughs> like, I can't wait to get to that one. <laughs> At the end of the podcast, you might as well just go, you know, Sweet. have a wink or something. Jesus. Oh my. Say anything else, man. Look up the fur. I couldn't look think up... of anything else for some reason. Look up the fur box. It's been a very long lockdown for Matt, okay? Yes, I am getting mad. Slowly mad. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I guess we'll, we'll talk about it kind of chronologically, and then we can kind of link in. Mm, that sounds hey, link in, link in. You say, <laughs> hey. hey. Can I just say, Zelda and Mario are the same story. <laughs> you save yeah, sure. Very much. a princess from a green guy, and that's it. <laughs> I bet you say, I bet you say, Force Awakens is the same as New Hope, don't you? Don't you, Matt? I mean, I mean it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is is Ganon green? <laughs> I thought he was big red. Sorry. That's why no, his hair's red. His skin is green. Is it? Yeah, is he's it? green with like orange hair, and he's like yeah. a, a pig in earlier versions as well. Yeah, he's like a, well, that's a just yeah. like a blue blue beast. Well, he's there's dragon. different types of Ganons as well. Yeah, that's where it gets a bit confusing for me. Slow cooked gammon. Is you get your gammon <laughs> steak, honey glazed gammon. Honey glazed gammon. <laughs> Have you tried the one with the uh, Coca-Cola recipe? That's actually good. Oh, yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Wow, that was the most off track we've been. (laughs) (laughs) It was slightly related. It was the same similar sounding word. (laughs) 
Anyway. Oh, Jesus. So I recently <laughs> played The Legend of Zelda, the 1986 release. I've been playing that on wow. the NES Classic. Nice. I've got that a couple, couple of Christmases oh, ago. Oh, no, the actual so. um, the mini console, yeah. Yeah, the mini oh, console, wow. the HDMI one. Mm. Oh, sick. Uh, so that uh, that has both The Legend of Zelda and The Legend of Zelda 2 Link's, I think it's Link's Adventure. Is so are these, are these so, the yeah. first yeah. two games? Yeah. Yeah, these are the first two releases from uh, Nintendo. So kind of the, the first one's not too long a playthrough, but I'd say kind of set the tone for the series in terms of how bloody difficult Zelda mm. games are mm. unnecessarily in places. Yeah. So you kind of you've got the whole Triforce things that you I'm assuming you guys kind of semi know about already. I know it's a yeah. thing. The, the the triangles. I don't know what it is. Each one represents a character. So in the first one you've got the the Triforce of Power and you've got the Triforce of Wisdom. And Ganon takes the Triforce of Power and it's kind of down to you at that point as Link to to go and collect all of the eight pieces of the Triforce of Wisdom that Zelda's split up to kind of keep the right. kingdom of Hyrule okay. safe. Can I just say, you've broken yeah. my mind. How There's come... eight pieces. I definitely thought there were only three. That's what I thought. I could give eight pieces of something that's called a Triforce. Yeah, that's... I know. <laughs> that, that, it gets even worse, I think, in the, the second yeah. one. It, they'd make it six crystals, and it's just like... Oh, oh right. All right, Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus! It's actually Gannon's uh, plan Gannon's is to Thanos, uh... erase half the universe. Yeah. <laughs> so Gannon imprisons Zelda for for doing that, and then it comes down to you to go into various dungeons, collect yeah. and beat the boss, and then pick up a piece of the Triforce, and then once you put it back together, you've saved the princess. And I think what's hey. really interesting about this one is. You can play it through the once, but then you play it through again to fully complete the game. Oh, wow. And they were doing that like back what? in 86. 1986. Because really? it, it gives you like the full completion. So you get the, the complete Triforce. It's just, and I think the, the really thing that's interesting for me is that I, I kind of, you almost forget, I think, nowadays with how normal it is. But that was the first ever game to have a save file. Oh, wow. Oh, my wow. God. Wow. I didn't. What's um, I different on the that. second playthrough? There is no difference. I wouldn't play it through twice. <laughs> so you have it. It's a great idea. But it's, not <laughs> yeah. it's like it's essentially like New Game Plus now, but like that seems like such a new function, and saving seems like such a normal thing to do. But they were both brand new things in this first game, and you can kind of see why everyone heralds it being such an amazing game. Mm. Okay. Do you think it holds up? Like, you know, uh, does graphically? I don't think sixteen bit doesn't hold up at all. Like, really. Eight. Oh no, it's eight bit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eight yeah. bit. I think there's a lot of games now that they do the retro style, don't they? That you kind of got was it Undertale? Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're kind of making a slight resurgence, but I think yeah, I think a lot of indie games like to use that sort of uh, technique. I guess yeah, yeah. So in terms of the the time, you think 1986 runs incredibly well. You've got save state, which is the first time ever, and then you've got a game that runs yeah. for like. If you're going to play it through quickly, you can do it in like three three hours probably. But I imagine if you're playing that as a kid in the eighties, it's probably going to take you take you potentially days. And just how like hard the game is as well. I just love the like, fact that you get the the master sword so quickly, and you get the the, the writing of it's dangerous out there. Take this. 
And it just, uh, that yeah. tiny little bit has just set the tone for the whole series. Yeah, yeah. It feels like it takes a lot of stuff from, and I, I know it's the, the the link, oh, I said it again, damn it. Hey. People are probably going to be like, no, that's a ridiculous link that you've made there. But I think D&D was such a big thing in the like the late 80s as well. Yeah, it probably won't mm. be yeah. that ridiculous. A lot of games around that time were taking inspiration from, from that. It's just true. Yeah. The, the formula of the dungeons and saving the damsel in distress has kind of worked very well for Nintendo for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. That is their thing. Mm. I remember I, I tried going back and playing this, like, uh, I think when um, the NES uh, games came as part of the Switch Online package. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to play like the original Zelda. And I have to admit, I, 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 I like just struggled. I think it was a bit too old for me. Like, I'm sh- I like, mean, that's it. That's a very old game, though. That's like, I know, th- yeah, thirty-five years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. almost like we're talking about anniversary. Like, anniversary. <laughs> 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 okay. uh, but um, yeah, I, I... <laughs> we've stopped that. In the fire. But yeah, I I remember like I, I was struggling. I think I found it like quite hard actually <laughs> like getting killed a lot and it's been like what the hell I like, like where do i games, go all the games are really hard they're definitely made yeah they are they? Mm. yeah i think it's because like they're more clunky aren't they as well yeah yeah i wouldn't even say the newest ones that easy they're all they're all incredibly difficult in yeah. their own way and i think there's a lot oh, of other stuff... games yeah yeah there's a lot of secret things you need to do to open doors so like this sh- you pick up this shrub here and that'll open this door here and it's like how am i ever meant to know that it, it kind of feels like the yeah. birth of guidebooks for games oh yeah yeah it's kind of That's perfect my... for zelda yeah yeah, yeah. i oh, think yeah, like definitely. just speaking of, about zelda zelda as a whole like i think that might I, I, I don't know if you can even call it a criticism but that's kind of my biggest con against zelda is like i generally feel like some of the games i would not be able to complete without a walkthrough it's almost like mm-hmm. i like the puzzles can be really smart and like you know the way you have to get places like when you figure it out you're like oh yeah that's like awesome how they you know how they did that but like some of the ones i've been playing i'm like i i just had to look it up and it kind of like ruins the pacing a bit for me i'm like See, oh. he doesn't it well <laughs> <laughs> Only for Zelda. <laughs> no, so it's the one game, I, like the whole series, I understand people that do look up. I've been playing quite yeah. a lot of Walkerina of Time, and I'll kind of push on to that in a little bit. But yeah, you, you, there's certain bits you're like, how does that ever make sense to anyone? Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of weird. Like, I, I respect it for like being that out of the box with its puzzles. Mm. But um, at the same time, it can. Like I, t- like, I never played Zelda games as a kid i kind of like got into the series more in my teen years i guess i think if i played this as a kid i would I would not be able to complete it no it's way way too hard surely I'm trying to think back to when i played the when, I played Wind Waker, when that first came out no yeah. no i mean there wasn't a massive pick of games i guess in yeah. 86 <laughs> and yeah that's especially true, not like yeah. this no 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 definitely not like an adventure game. Most yeah. of them are probably like platformers, I suspect. Because yeah, you think yeah. we've got Mario out around the same time and the quality that you're getting from... Obviously, Mario is still very good, but mm. it's just a whole different game. It's a lot quicker paced, a lot easier, a bit more fun, whereas this is kind of pretty in-depth. 
you don't have to think with Mario yeah. as such. You can no, kind of get no, it's bit. more like reflexes and stuff, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, Zelda's like prop puzzles. Yeah. So from 100%. from the first one, I then played uh, Legend of Zelda Two, which came out the year later. So the Adventure of mm. nineteen eighty seven, and what I was not expecting with this is it's um, it's not quite f- like top. It's not top down. It's kind of side view. Not yeah, quite three D. Like side scrolling one. Yeah. You're yeah. saying they they reskin Mario just for this game? Is that what you're going to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, so this is where the story Mar- gets weird as well. Oh yeah. Why? So you've the tri- got Triforce of Power wasn't weird enough. <laughs> you've got Zelda, but it's actually her ancestor. All right. The whole lineage is called all the girls are called Zelda at that point after her. And it kind of reminded me a little bit of oh. Sleeping Beauty. That it was like she's been asleep for like hundreds of years, and I think they've kind of played that in the late of like Breath of the Wild. I think it's like a couple hundred years in the future, isn't it? From 100. the timeline. Yeah, it's so it's just for one hundred years. Okay. So they've kind of played with that whole extension of time since the first games for a long time, and this one you've got kind of building on the first one the triforce of power wisdom and now you've also got the triforce of courage right okay. and you need yeah you need all of those to awaken zelda yeah like addison do you say you thought they were all yeah i thought there was one triforce i thought there was a triforce that's what i thought that's what is I that thought. what and it kind of like became courage, eventually there's a piece of wisdom and there's a piece of piece power power i, th- I, I thought that's what it was I mean, I think it is in the later games. Is that what it became, Mark? Do you know? Is that what kind of what they sim- simplified down to that in the end? Uh, that, in terms of the first two, yeah, that's kind of where they've gone. There's three different types, and those together then open the spiritual port. There's, I think, there's there would be too much to open up on this podcast to kind of talk about, and I don't know. Yeah. Enough. There's they've they've got high roller story that's dedicated. It's like a couple hundred page book dedicated to the whole storyline. It's just. Jesus humongous Christ. and i think that's these sort of games i think when we were talking about mario before it's, it's quite easy to jump into mario because it's not this kind of big backstory whereas i think mm-hmm. zelda and i don't know if you feel about this with other games if it's got like a massive backstory it's a bit scary sometimes to jump in yeah yeah what i find with zelda though is i don't actually care about the story all that much it's, it's more the game no play. i don't think it's vital to know is it when no you no jump oh no certainly not i think you can easily pick up breath of the wild and be like wow this is an amazing game it's not yeah, like to me like that's solid very separate from everything um it breath doesn't of the wild sound like separate it, to be yeah, fair it doesn't sound like it ties into anything playing it as someone who's only played that one but i think all the zelda <laughs> games they do do a good job of being standalone games yeah, less, yeah, like I, whereas uh, say like MGS, the Metal Gear Solid games are very. Oh, this is code name Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> you remember him from Metal Gear One to Three? <laughs> yeah, this uh, you don't really need to know that in Zelda. <laughs> code name Barack Obama. <laughs> My favorite character. I can't, I can't wait for Breath of the Wild Two, where they go get code name Barack Obama back in here. <laughs> get him back from Nam. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think like generally speaking, like they do. Yeah, they do stand apart quite well. Like, um, mm. there's some when they kind of reference. Like, I think the usual thing in Zelda games is that they kind of open with a bit of a 
probably aside from Breath of the Wild because that really changed things up. But um, they tend to open with like you know a bit of a story opener, like and I think with Wind Waker, I think yeah. they reference Ocarina of Time. Like they talk about like I'm sure they they reference the hero. I think they do of reference time. it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they talk about like the great flood that kind of like swept over Hyrule. Mm. But again, you don't need to like know what exactly happened in Ocarina of Time. No, you don't. You don't at all. No. Some of them have the sequels, don't they? But yeah, yeah, like direct sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I think chronologically, the next game after that was A Link to the Past. So I think you yes. didn't you say you you've been playing this one, Sam? Yeah, so, um, yeah, basically, because I've, I've played a few of the 3D Zelda games, but I haven't really, like, dived too much into the, you know, the more traditional top-down uh, 2D ones, um, and Link to the Past is on the Super Nintendo um, add-on with Switch Online, so I was like, I'm going to, like, play this. Um, I really loved it. I, I think it genuinely holds up as, like, a game mm. that you can go back to. It's got, like, the 16-bit graphics, so, you know, a bit more of a colour palette and... A um, bit more appealing to the eyes, I guess. Um, but it, like, yeah, I guess it takes like a lot from the you know the first two games and just completely like and um, takes it to like a whole other level. Um, and yeah, it's just great. Like it kind of like it has those like classic sound effects. Like the music's great. Like, I generally love the music when you when you go into the temples. It's just like oh, it's just awesome. It still sounds great. Um, I, I didn't complete it, but I, I've done like the first two dungeons, um, and I'm generally I want to continue playing it. Uh, I think like this year as a whole, I'm just going to play so much Zelda. <laughs> oh, that's good though. That's good that you've got into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this I, is um, the one I, that the art style I'd love. Mm, mm. Yeah, I I've n- not played any 2D Zelda games. I've just not never been interested. I don't know why. Mm. I, I kind of liked. I kind of got into Zelda after that. I think that's the problem. Yeah, I'd say maybe like a good transition um, and would be to play the remake of like Link's uh, Awakening. So oh, it kind yeah, of like takes Switch. that. Yeah, yeah, takes that format, but obviously as three D graphics, so it's almost like a good bridge. Yeah, that's kind yeah. of like the first one I played, and then I was like, oh, I want to play like Link to the Past and, mm. and Minish Cap, which I also played. Um. Because Link's yeah, Awakening I... came out two years after um, A Link to the Past. Uh, yeah, because it, okay. it was it a Game Boy Color game, wasn't it? Or like, I think originally it was game a um, yeah, it been game OG Boy, yeah. Game Boy, and then they re-released wow. it full color with some added dungeons That's right. or something. Yeah, it was, it was like a deluxe dungeon. edition, wasn't it? Oh, wow, yeah. So I know they, I know they re-released Link's Awakening in kind of the almost clay style form, didn't they, recently? Yeah, but I love that. Did you ever play Aesthetic. the original one? No, I haven't. Have you? No, I've not played it either, but I was just wondering how, <laughs> what you guys thought of either the original or, or the new remake, because that's one of the games I really do want to pick up for Switch, but I haven't yet. I personally really like it. Um, I like how weird it is, because it, and this might, I think, Matt, you're not fond of this, that it brings over some of the enemies from Mario. Yeah, because I, I, I played that one, and I was very confused when there was a change on yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> what is it that you fan about service? That? That's fan service. What? I'm not keen. I'm not keen on that. It's, it's, it's Zelda. Uh, Zelda. 
Multi- keep, keep your keep your multi-universe goombas away from it. I mean, was the chain chomper thing in Mario at that point, or did it actually originate in Zelda when the original game came out? I have no idea. Uh, I want to. It's got to be Mario. Yeah, it's it's Mario, Mario sixty-four, wasn't it? Well, that's way yeah. after. Well, no, I think Isn't it? I think the chain chomp was in like some of the earlier Marios. Oh, I think it was actually, wasn't it? Yeah, Good yeah. Jump over them. I think just like attached like a block, and you have to yeah, like get around it. Yeah, I'm sure. Like, I'd be shocked if it was. Oh, well, here we go. So, first Zelda. appearance, Super Mario Bros. Three, 1988. Yeah, it's that game that again. Right. Told you it's hard. <laughs> that that was a hard game. That's because you were getting jumped the whole time. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Got like flashbacks now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that. I... I quite like that's what I like about Link's Awakening. It's just really weird. Like that I, I quite like that. Like there's a whole section when you you get the chain chomp like attached to you as like an item. And it's just awesome just running around and Okay. Just fucking shit up. Cool, I guess. Yeah. Um I'll accept that. <laughs> I accept. <laughs> I accept this. Um but yeah, I love the I love the aesthetic of Link's Awakening. Like the whole like you said, yeah. the kind of clay, the toilet tilt shift effect it's got going on, I love. Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, um, it stayed so yeah. true to the original as well, isn't that's the thing? Apart from the design change, I mean, yeah, maybe, it's the no, same no, yeah. original game pretty much with these added Mario bits. I was going to yeah, ask well, if they were added. Yeah. Uh, think, well, no, no, no. I think no, the they're Mario bits are in the original one, aren't they? Oh, yeah, they? they're okay. in the original. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Weird. Which is like mental. <laughs> is it still fan um, service? Yeah, man. I wouldn't say it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think it's just no, it's a nice like crossover. But why? Why? What, That's kind of what... what's the need for it? Because it's fucking cool. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's fan service. It was probably like a cheap it. asset it... they could just use. That's hundred <laughs> percent. Well, surely they had to like. It's not the same mechanics. Um, they're, yeah, they're different. Well, there are parts when you go down. There are some like it switches to side scrolling parts at points. Oh really? Okay. So yeah, you, you literally get like I think it's like a feather as an IM which allows you to jump. Um, because I never really thought about it. Like in a two D Zelda game, you just don't jump. <laughs> just never really thought about it. Um, <laughs> so you actually get an item for it, and then when you do like the side scrolling parts, there'll be like gumbas that you can jump on. Oh god, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, <laughs> but um. If you find it weird, then I guess don't play it. But that's kind of what drew me in to play the game. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, this you get a chain chomp. This can't be Cat Link. Yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Just you wait. Just you wait. I mean, update to it. Yeah. <laughs> the next one in the timeline is a game I've probably played the most out of all of them. and I've played it on three different consoles now. It would be the <laughs> Ocarina of Time. So it yeah, came out originally right. in 1998 for the N64, but then I've also played it on the, the GameCube and the 3DS. Uh, I yeah, can't I, get enough, I, apparently. <laughs> That's where I completed it on the GameCube. That's where I like completed it. Um, yeah, I think I did the, the same, master mode. Yeah. Oh, because you had... Did that... What that that, one one? Oh, that came with Wind Waker, didn't it? Yeah, it came with 1, 2, uh, and I yeah. think Wind Waker is like a playable... A demo. Demo. Oh no! I had the one that was Wind Waker and Ocarina of Time. Yeah, yeah, I think there were two. I think there was yeah. one. Yeah, like you said, Matt. Wind Waker is the main game, and then they gave you the disc for Ocarina. And I think mm. it was like the Master Quest. Oh, I want to say GameCube discs are so cool, man. They're so small, <laughs> yeah. tiny. And then Mark, there's the collection 
where it has Ocarina, Majora's Mask, and the first two. That's why I have. Yeah. I'm on GameCube. Ad- that's one I have. Yeah. That's the one that oh, still wow. holds a lot of value as well. If you were to, I'm I sure. sold mine a couple of years back for like Same. forty quid, I think. <laughs> yeah, which is crazy I, when you think the GameCube came out in two thousand one. Yeah, I think yeah. I bought it for like thirty five quid. Maybe no, probably more than that. To be honest, would you like a nostalgia stop. trip? Yeah, sure. This is here a nostalgia trip. It's a few of the sounds from uh, from Zelda. Hey, listen. <laughs> that that noise clip I've literally been hearing for the last few days. <laughs> PTSD about that. Him dying constantly. Oh, is that what that was? That's his death noise. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like, no. smashing things. <laughs> oh, like his spin attack. <laughs> so oh, in yeah, this no. one, if not like people haven't played it, this um, you've got Ganondorf now as opposed to to Ganon. But is that not the same thing? Ganon is back. Yeah. Essentially. What? What's is what? the difference? He's just Isn't a bird. Like Ganon. a village. They, like they, they kind of they've there's a lot of times throughout the series where they change the name a little bit, but you just know it's the same person. So it's the same. Mm. Yeah, so Dorf is, is village in German. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning. <laughs> so it's Ganon, Ganon village. So what's Ganon? Ganon? Is Ganon Dorf like he's a like a like a uh, a less Ganon powered village. version of Ganon, like a, I think it's like transformers a in the Ganon spiritual kind of one, isn't there? At some point, you've got like Phantom Ganon, and oh there's just so much to keep up with. But that one, you've kind of you've got three spiritual stones you need to pick up, and the Ocarina of Time, and then yeah. it opens yeah. a world where you pick up the Master Sword, and then you go into like a deep sleep for seven years. And during yeah. the time, Ganondorf's kind of gone crazy, taken over Hyrule. And then you get this kind of mechanic of being able to switch between the past, like seven years, and then the current. And then you've got like seven sages you need to pick up to then get the Triforce. It's quite a big game, isn't it? It it generally is like in terms of I think people jump like can play long plays and get ten hours and be done with it. I'm about fifteen hours in currently, and I'm I'm just over halfway. Yeah, and there's I so much. I think just from memory, from like when I first played it, that I'm going, oh, I know how to do that. But actually, if I was playing it brand new today, I'd be going, what the hell? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I, I can't played it. Remember bin. the story that, that much? No. Sorry. It's ahead. it's very clever. Like, yeah, the 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 way they they use like the kind of time travel uh, in that game. Mm. Um, I I remember being like, yeah, I think I played it when I was like, I think I played and completed it. When I was probably like eighteen, maybe like twenty, but um, but still just being like quite impressed by the length of the game because I was thinking like, oh yeah, I'm sure it was like a, it felt like a long game, you know, back then. But it like, yeah, it, it does like I, I was expecting to complete it much sooner uh, than I actually did. It's, it's, it's one of them really interesting games, isn't it? Because well? it's because of that timeline thing that splits the timeline for Zelda as well. So you've got Ocarina of Time, and then it goes into like three different alternative timelines. So you've got like the yeah. Defeated, which is like Link oh, to the Lord. Past, Oracle of Ages. Then you've got oh, the Hero Triumphant. So you've got Twilight, like Majora's Mask, and then you've got a whole other one, which is like the Wind Waker. And I think all these split off, and then it's, they all come back together for Breath of the Wild. 
So now it's oh kind of like God. a unified storyline. hurts. My head. <laughs> <laughs> that is mental. Like, yeah. So they're all no, different I, I, timelines. I had no idea. I, I had no idea. Yeah. yeah, they're all different timelines. Essentially, the best set of games are the ones in which Link is defeated and dies or <laughs> oh my God. doesn't win what? and Ganon wins. Oh my god! Holy crap! Because Link's Awakening, Link's the Past, Oracle of Ages, Oracle of Seasons, and the original two Zelda's are part of that timeline. So wait, so 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 Ocarina's like, I I know I think Skyward Sword is supposed to be like the first canonically, isn't it? Yeah, so it's Skyward Sword, okay, yeah. Minish Cap, then Four Swords, which I never played. Ocarina no. of Time, then it splits. Wow. I generally oh, didn't wow. know Ocarina of Time came before um like the the original Zelda games. Yeah, no, I didn't. Which makes oh sense God. now I've played Ocarina of Time and then played the first two. Because you go, there's a lot of themes from that that make more sense now that I've played Yeah. Ocarina I'm of Time. I to know all this to play it, because holy <laughs> hell. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah there is just yeah. so much. I think that's where I was saying before, I think some people might find it quite daunting to get into it. But I think there's so many nice entry points now that it doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah, and again, I I generally do think they they stand alone like the games do. Like, like Addison, you said well, we've just played Breath of the Wild and Link's Awakening, and like, yeah, I, I imagine you don't feel too confused as to uh, within those games but... by themselves. Yeah, I didn't realize there was anything to be confused about. To be honest, I thought they were very self-contained. Yeah, um, yeah, it definitely feels that way when you play them. Yeah. Definitely. I think the important thing to note as well before we move off of Ocarina of Time is that this is is kind of considered the benchmark for gaming now. It's the only mm. game to have got a 99 on Metacritic and was the first wow. ever 10 out of 10 on both IGN and GameSpot. Oh my god. It is an amazing game though. Like, it was groundbreaking, yeah. so good. Like the puzzles you have to solve, the combat and everything, it was, it was groundbreaking like you say, yeah. Yeah. It's the first 3D Zelda game as well. You know, There's only one that's other game that's nearly dethroned it as well. Is it Breath of the Wild? It's Breath of the Wild. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been an amazing segue. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's like Majora's Mask. <laughs> I know, yeah. There's a few in between. Yeah. <laughs> so Majora's Mask. I I played a little bit of it last week and I found it really stressful because there's a time element to it. Yeah. And I wasn't keen on that. So I stopped playing it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's too I'm stressful. Really... I just didn't like what? that I had to what? do these things in a certain time. You kind of you have to do. You've got a time limit of three days, basically, in Majora's Mask. Oh, what? It's like Dead Rising. <laughs> yeah. uh, kind yeah. of, but you get to well, turn back time. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You get to turn back time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so we'd have to do it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's got the same. It's the same sort of elements as Ocarina of Time. I think it's the sequel to it. It's a direct sequel to it. Yeah. But um, you get three days and you have to try and like recover Majora's Mask, essentially, don't you? I think. I didn't play that much of it. <laughs> <laughs> a big element of the game is that um, you can kind of like... Do you get like masks for each of the enemies? And then you yeah, can kind of I think so, them? yeah. Like Crash Bandicoot. Like Crash Bandicoot. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. this is the Crash Bandicoot Dead Rising game. And I kind of want to play it. <laughs> that does sound like a good combo, actually. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Yeah, oh, I forgot about Dead Rising. Dead Rising is such a good series. <laughs> yeah, although the the time thing in that 
<laughs> not to get, talk too much about the horizon, but that stressed me out. That then. is free stressful. See, actually. I didn't mind yeah, that yeah. too much. No, it never bothered me. I suppose it makes no, you, you get you like through Majora's the game. Mask. You might like Majora's Mask, then yeah. No, but I found it really stressful. I was just like, nah. I'll play Breath of the Wild instead. It's going to jump a few generations. <laughs> jump a few. Uh, Breath of the Wild is so good, though, but we'll talk about it more later. Yeah. Good review of the first five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I played like an hour of it, but um, I don't know. I just wasn't enjoying it. So then we had the Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of ah, Ages, yeah. which were the, the two games released on the Game Boy Color. And it kind of almost Pokemon style. Yeah, We've got two games that link together. Oh, I've got to stop saying link. Jesus Christ! Talk, talking of mechanics <laughs> that I hate, that we hate. I hate that mechanic that Pokemon does. Yeah, like having two separate games. Split game. Yeah, that is kind of stupid. It's a bit of a money scam, really, isn't it? Oh, hundred percent is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes some people buy both of the games. It's like we had, but we had yeah, uh, both ridiculous. red and blue growing up. But that's because my me and my older sister would have fought over them otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> So in the Zelda game, is there like obviously with the Pokemon games, you can like trade Pokemon between them, and that's kind of like the what they try to justify with. Can you trade? <laughs> is there Zeldas? something like that with these Zelda games? Yeah, can you trade? So it's 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 a bit more kind of with the Pokemon Blue and Red. There was very much a same game, but you could then trade, or there's a different Pokemon you could pick up in one that you can't in another. Mm, yeah. Whereas this Oracle of Seasons was. You play through and you can change what season it is. So you can be winter or uh, okay. and then you've got autumn, fall if you're American. Uh, kind of some spring, yeah. summer, obviously. But then in the Oracle of Ages, which is the one I had growing up, you can yeah. change the time. So you can kind yeah. of go wow. back and forwards. And I think that it was a bit of a harder that game out cooler. of the two. So they actually separate yeah. games? Yeah, they're two separate games. And the only way they link is that when you finish... You get a like really long digit code that you then put into the other game, and th- then you can play through and the characters move over from there as well. So you have everything. That's cool. That is like that's, that's, see, that sounds like a yeah, better prefer that. Yeah, definitely. Rather than just like ex- exclusive, it makes you buy and, them and both. Yeah, and they're, they're both on the uh, virtual store that you've got on the the right. 3ds. Uh, yeah, yeah, they are available. And I think the really interesting thing with this is it's a bit a bit like Minish Cap that I know we're going to go on to, is that the, this was the first time they'd let first-party developers take over. So Capcom oh, and right. a flagship were the creators of it. Oh, no way. Oh, wow, because I, I thought it was just Minish Cap that Capcom did. Right, so it was quite interesting. They've kind of allowed them to to take their IP and go go make a game. Yeah, yeah. So, what, so what's the, are they the same story, those two games? Uh, they kind of line up. So you've got the oracles in both are kidnapped in various ways, but then you've got someone's always kidnapped. Very similar Nintendo games. <laughs> very very similar storyline, but just different bosses and different ways to encounter it. And I think generally okay. the consensus is the Oracle of Seasons is a bit of an easier game than Oracle of Ages. Which I am intrigued. Like, does either one come chronologically first, or is it just whatever? No, I think they both run together it's just kind of down to you which one you chose oh. and for me i just was bought oracle of ages as a child and that's what yeah. i played so you like, said earlier that in some of them link dies is there is one of them does oh, he yeah, die in that? That? so in, in terms of it's the outcome of 
Ocarina of Time. If he dies in the at like the finishing of that, yeah, that's where you get this timeline. Oh wow! All right, just okay. kind of like a darker time. It's like the the dark. See, so you saying that like just makes me want to have like this massive like reboot of the series in one game where you go through the whole timeline with divergent paths. Which would Whoa, obviously that be would, that would ridiculously be huge, and huge they game. would never do it, but it would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just kills 200 the hours of gameplay. <laughs> it's like it's 100 gig, you're going to need three separate memory cards to play it. Oh, that's less than Warzone, to be fair. <laughs> you have to link up two Switches to play it. <laughs> link them up. Link them up. <laughs> hey. Um, his name was Zelda. sound good, though, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like you've you've sold these games to me though, Mark. Like, I didn't mm. I didn't really understand like what differentiate differentiates them, but that actually sounds pretty cool. I think the it fact does. that you had about five years before it Pokemon it, with the whole two game concept, I think yeah. had Zelda done it earlier, it might have been kind of an innovator and you might have seen Pokemon go the same way, but it's very much yeah. been a very light change between the two for Pokemon, whereas Zelda this was very much similar games, but different kind of mechanics within it and different ways yeah. of playing i think this has been the really fun part of looking at the 35th anniversary kind of the backlog of games that there are mm. you're kind of revisiting ones that you potentially would have never looked at yeah 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 100 percent. and then 2002 we had two games that came out so you've got four swords which i don't know if any of us have played no no and then wind waker Yes, the OG. It's not an OG. This is the one with the really cool art, isn't it? The cell shaded. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of cell shaded. Yeah, yeah. Zelda. It isn't kind of cell shaded. It is cell shaded. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was quite hated at the time, wasn't it? For that's a shame. I love style. it. I think it looks great. Yeah, I, I love it. Yeah, I'll but you right. them. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, Mark. Like this, when they released a the trailer, it got really negative uh, mm. feedback. That's crazy. Like, I know, it's weird, isn't it? The I, art style I, I really holds up, up, though, so it was such yeah. a good idea to do it like that. I'm so, yeah, I'm surprised you said it was that old, to be honest. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. Um, they but did, like, that, an that's... HD remaster, didn't they, of this one as well? Which I think you played, Matt, didn't you? I did. I had the Wii U, and I had this on that. And it was as good as I remember. It's so good. That was the first Zelda game I played, actually, Wind Waker. Um, I played that before Ocarina of Time, actually. Yeah. Because it was I love it. the main one, I guess. The main one at the time, growing up. Because I've, I've never gotten... Um, so, something I saw today was that... Um, again, this might feed into later, but um, I think the people who developed the Link's Awakening game, which obviously quite like had a childish kind of aesthetic, yeah. are, they've put out a role, like a, a job for a medieval stylish game. <laughs> So it's like, oh, okay, right, okay, you're making another Zelda. Yeah. And I saw someone, some comment on Facebook where someone was like, oh, better not be like childish aesthetics again. Like, can we get a serious game, please? And I was just kind of like, I love Zelda. it when they do like, yeah, no, I, yeah, yeah, it's Zelda. What? Like, he's based on, he looks like Peter Pan. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, come he's on, man. Elf, man. What? But some people do really like, like when they did, the, there's a great video on YouTube, which is the reaction at E3 to the Twilight Princess trailer. Right. People go mental just because it's like more of a serious art style. Yeah, yeah. I've just, just never gotten that. I'm like, it, like you said, Matt, it's it's Zelda. Like, <laughs> yeah. Comparing weirdly, the comparing those two, I had I got Twilight Princess. I'll talk more about it later. But I preferred Wind Waker was a much better game. Yeah. 
I'd agree. Twilight Princess is, is is more of a basic game in my opinion. Obviously, like I don't think the art style really helps it at all. Was that the Wii one? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh yeah, it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, because it was the first. It was literally the first game I had on the Wii. Yeah, but, um, and it was like super realistic at the time. Yeah, yeah. Well, as realistic as you can get on the Wii, I guess. Yeah. I remember it looking very it kind brown. of. Yeah, I was, yeah, <laughs> I was about yeah, to say yeah. it kind of came out in that time when everything had that brown color grade to it. Like did Temple yeah. of Salvation? <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad we got out of that. <laughs> oh yeah, no, same. It's yeah. Been like six years or that was just like everything yeah, was brown. <laughs> Wind, Wind Wake is really vibrant and colourful. It's, it's, it's oh, yeah. lovely. Yeah, yeah, really aesthetic. It's really nice. And it generally does like hold up. It, it, yeah. That's what makes it hold up. Because I think if you played like Twilight Princess oh, Twilight now... Twilight Princess was awful, I'm sure. Probably looks a bit rough now. Yeah. It's like going back to an old MGS game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oi, oi. <laughs> <laughs> But, and yeah, then uh, is, is a really good one. I I love that one. That's my favorite one, probably. Yeah. Close. Yeah. The wild, I can but, see that. Um, I can see that. Yeah. I. It was just really good. I like the fact that you can sail around in it. That's. It's more of an open worldy one as well. Mm. So many islands to visit. Yeah. Yeah. And you can kind of visit them in pretty much any order you want. You have like little like ship battles as well, can you? Like, didn't you have like you little cannons? Yeah. Yeah. You had like items for your <sighs> ship as well, good, not just man. for you. Yeah. Like again, that's could, quite like, groundbreaking for the time. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And you could like you could jump in and out of the boat and swim around. You know, that's it's yeah. massive, really. Yeah. Yeah. Two thousand four, we had two games come out. So we had Four Swords Adventure and Minish Cap. And I know sounds from playing Minish Cap. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I fucking love Minish Cap. Like I genuinely love this game. I think it's probably my favorite of like the two D style Zelda games. And this is, yeah, also developed by Capcom, isn't it? Um, yeah, that was another Capcom and flagship. Yeah, yeah, it's just awesome. Like, I, I don't know what it is. Like, um, like this, just the tone of the game. Um, it's like one of the few sidekicks in Zelda games that I generally like love as a character. Like, Navi gets a bit like annoying, you know, with the hey, hey, listen, hey, like, listen. that kind of crap. <laughs> Whereas, um, the sidekick is, is uh, he's called Ezlo, but he is the Minish Cap. If you hadn't guessed, um, I literally, <laughs> hadn't, basically... I don't understand what a Minish Cap is. Oh, okay, so the Minish, are... like Cappy in Mario. Well, yeah, yeah, like that's it is like Cappy, like the you can see that I how much that idea kind of transferred over into into Super Mario um, Odyssey. I can't believe and that concept basically just went into two games. <laughs> I know what <laughs> your hat is alive. Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, the backstory is that um, he is a wizard who got transformed into a hat. And so you're, you're a wizard hat. You're a wizard. But um, I love it. I think if there's one, like I would love to see this game remade similarly to how they did um, Link's Awakening. Like mm. I really hope that's announced this year because it's just great. Like it's got a great like I don't know. It's like it's quite. It's really funny and like the kind of um, the gimmick of the game is that you can like shrink down to like a miniature size and it kind of reminded me of um that game grounded that we played oh yeah um you know it's like you shrink I, down honey i shrunk the kids the game yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but yeah like the way it uses the items which you know uh it's a, a big thing across all zelda's but i just love that like you get like an item called the gust jar which allows you to like <laughs> fucking hell, let's say suck things yeah. in 
and then God pull sake. them out. Suck things off. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's just awesome. I don't know if any of you guys have played it. Nope. No, no. No, it's one I've definitely not. seen and wanted to play, but mm-hmm. never had a chance to pick up. Yeah, I'd recommend it. I, I generally think it's my favourite 2D Zelda game. I probably like. So what's that on? One of my favourite. So it came out on the Game Boy Advance. Oh, okay. So and that's the only way you can play it at the moment. Um, Damn shit! That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I really think they should remake this game or at least mm. port it to the Switch. And then we've we've got Twilight Princess that we talked about a moment ago, 2006. Yeah. So that was. I remember that was my first game on the Wii. I think that was, and that was a great Christmas day. I think I got that. That was uh... <laughs> nice. It was a release, console release, wasn't it, I think? It was, yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah. yeah. But I remember it had, like, all the motion controls as well that you could you know, aim with your bow and arrow. Yeah, I think I think oh, this, this is This game a, is so good. This is the first one I, like, remember adverts for. Yeah. And yeah. I thought it looked yeah, cool, definitely. but I never played it. I didn't have a Wii, so... It was really good. It was a really good game. But um, I'd say for his older game, it wasn't, it wasn't the best one. Definitely. My, definitely not. My favourite fun fact about this game is that um so it came out on the gamecube as well and traditionally in zelda games link holds his sword in his left hand and shield in the right but obviously because i guess most people are right-handed for the wii port, oh, yeah they just they took what was going to be the gamecube game and literally flipped the game so that oh, you would wow. hold your sword in the right hand <laughs> like literally the whole game just flipped that must just mirror <laughs> that must have yeah, some sort of mirrored, yeah. on like some other things i would think I don't remember there being anything bad about it. Oh, I don't remember anything like that. Yeah, it just I can just imagine like this like, one really bit or anything. Like, just sucks it all up. <laughs> I, could, I can <laughs> I just, just imagine no, that. There's happening. nothing. Oh sure, yeah, but there's no, nothing written anywhere or anything. There's no English or any language on the wall on the walls. So yeah, I guess. I guess it yeah. kind of works. If you're gonna do it's it with any game, do they have their own That's language? That's crazy. Zelda, like written language. Um, I'm trying to think of Breath of the Wild. I can't picture anything. Yeah, I feel like they must have their own kind of gibberish characters. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I remember it being really good, and you could turn into a wolf. So that's (laughs) what cool. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) It's It's definitely the darkest (laughs) door. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! Just got that joke. So he turns into a um, werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone mad. Um, it's certainly uh, the darkest Zelda game, though. It's definitely the darkest one. And um, how come? I must have been pretty young when that came out. When did that come out? Two thousand six, did you say? Two thousand six, yeah. So I was thirteen when I played that. Maybe that's why it's so strange. <laughs> why? Why is it so dark compared to the rest? It's just got a lot more. She get murdered and um, subjects. Well, it's got a weird, like, demonic. You've got like a, a, a sidekick. And it's like a demonic person, and you've got like, the, like... Twi- the Twilight Realm, which is like it's, it's, hell, basically. It's just like the medium. <laughs> it, it's kind of like the medium, yeah. <laughs> it basically is. Yeah. The sidekick is basically the medium. Okay. Yeah, what's the sidekick? Mid- Midna, Midna, isn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. Midna. Yeah. I because this is I I've played like. Bits here and there of Twilight Princess. I've never done a full playthrough. Is Midna quite a interesting sidekick? Or... Yeah, I mean she's got an interesting storyline, definitely. Yeah, um, I can't remember what it is, <laughs> <laughs> but it's interesting. <laughs> but it's interesting. I remember it being interesting. It's good. Like she's a good sidekick, and like I 
think you can use her powers to like help with puzzles and whatnot. So it's quite, yeah. quite, quite. It is a good game, but not a good Zelda game, I would say. Yeah. Did you play the HD remaster of this on the Wii U? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. Oh. I got that. No, I only wanted Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wind Waker. I love Wind Waker. But isn't the next one? Is the next one Skyward Sword? No, so we can kind of semi-skip Ooh. over the next two. So you've got Phantom Hourglass came out in 2007. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Spirit yeah, Tracks came out in 2009. And, and I those are direct sequels touched. to Wind Waker, aren't they? Yeah, I believe they've got that kind of same art style. And then Skyward Sword was 2011. Right, okay. okay. And this this was like a... Because this is the one where they really double down on on like the motion controls, isn't it? Yeah, it's also got. I feel like it's got a lot more elements that you find in Breath of the Wild as well, because it's got like a stamina bar and you can climb walls and stuff oh, like you would yeah. in Breath of the Wild. I don't oh, crap. Yeah, I, I haven't. Yeah. played this one at all. Like, no, I haven't. But I, I watched a bit of footage the other day. I was like, oh my god, this is looks really similar to Breath of the Wild. When did, yeah. when did this come out? Because I don't, I don't remember this one at all. I don't remember. 2011. Right. So we'd have just been going to uni. Oh, okay. Yeah, probably attention. why I wouldn't have played it. Yeah. I think you had to get like uh, a new Wiimote for for it, like the Wii Motion Plus or something, wasn't it? Was that like oh, a yeah, the one that had the yeah, yeah. longer at the bottom? Yeah, to yeah, a long, yeah. A longer remote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A Just longer dongle. Long, longer dongle. Longer yeah, that dongle. ridiculous silicon case to keep it all in. Oh, that's hot, hideous, isn't it? Why do they have that? <laughs> I like it. I think it looks cool. <laughs> yeah, I guess it helps if you throw your TV. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell if Mark was being dirty there intentionally or not. Now you've pointed out, Mark. Mark oh, dirty. <laughs> nah, it, it, it was the uh, yeah. <laughs> I was going to take it there, but I, I stopped myself. I think you've got to now. Now you've said it. Now it was like uh, it was referred to as like the Wii Mate condom. Right. It is. It basically is though. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Rub, yeah, there's not. Around, there's nothing wrong with that. Safe sex, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Safe sex with your Wiimote. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Jesus. Right, that's that's, that's not making it. That's <laughs> someone that's sing a copyright song. That's staying in. I'm gonna keep talking so you have to keep it in. That's staying in like the Wiimote in Matt's no. Oh um, no, no, that's the Wiimote in Matt's cats worse and worse, man. We only keep it if you say something of substance, but you haven't, so we're fine, we can cut it. No. What can oh. I say of substance? No, I guess all the three had we'll a just cut it when we start substance. saying the dodgy bit. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> but no, Skyward Sword. We're talking about. Skyward Sword. <laughs> Has anyone played this game? No. No. I would like yeah. to, though. I want them to port this. Like, yeah, they did a... This weirdly didn't have a HD remaster on the Wii U. No. Which is odd, because they did it with Twilight Princess and Wind Waker. Yeah. Um, I always mistake this one for being the Wii U Zelda game but it's it, it's, I know it's yeah that's Wii, why I thought I wouldn't have played it but no it's just a weird release yeah yeah and then 2013 we had A Link Between Worlds came out on 3DS yes and this yeah. one is essentially it, it's the same area well actually it's exactly the same as um, Link to the Past yeah. In terms of dungeons and everything. The only thing that's different is the insides of the dungeons are different. And oh, okay. you're, you're not in high rule, you're in low rule. <laughs> is, is that. Is are you that, joking? That is that like joking? No. And the princess. <laughs> no. Is called, and the princess is called Hilda. 
Oh my god. God's sake, what? Did they just like <laughs> buy a rip-off game and then go, yeah, we made this? <laughs> Hilda. Hilda. It sounds crap. Zelda sounds, sounds like magical and, and like it fits in a fancy world. Hilda just sounds like something fucking <laughs> like old <aunt>. granny. <laughs> She sounds like a German milk farmer. <laughs> Hilda? My name is Hilda. <laughs> you want some as much as that sounds completely ridiculous, the, the soundtrack is just as stunning as Link to the Past, if not better. And yeah. you can switch between 3D and 2D because the pretense is that you've got this um, baddie going around called Yuga who's trying to turn the seven sages from Milk Sorry, what's his name? Yugi. Like Yuga? <laughs> You've activated my tracker. I'll send you to the shadow realm. He's basically he's changing the sages into like portraits, so he's making them two. Oh, okay. The main mechanic in Mario sixty four portraits. All right. Well, I was gonna say this is a mechanic that they then put into again Mario Odyssey with like the the two D parts. It's almost like it's Nintendo. Oh my god. They reused the content. (laughs) (laughs) And then we can kind of brush over the the next one. So 2015 Triforce Heroes came out. Don't think I'm good with that one. I've not played any of the Triforce ones, if I'm honest. I have nothing to say on them. Is that like Soul Calibur? They sound like Soul Calibur. What's the other one? Dynasty Warriors. Uh, I think it's like the ones you can play. (laughs) I think you can play in multiplayer together. And then after that came out uh, Breath of the Wild 2017. Oh, I've the played this one. Yay! Yeah, I can have some input. Talk. So this, Talk, my man. this is probably one of my favourite games ever. Yeah, it's alright, isn't it? It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Majora's Mask made me want to play this. So, I mean, that's pretty Yeah, you like, want to get to the good stuff. <laughs> I want to get to the good stuff, yeah. So, Addy, you've been playing this for the last week or so, and you've been playing it a bit different. Yeah, so I've been playing on Master Mode, because I completed it when it first came out. Uh, yeah, but I really wanted to wanted to replay it, um, and decided to get on this, and it is balls hard in places and super easy in other ones where you wouldn't expect. All oh, right, all right. So the I've so found the um, general minions and stuff like that. Uh, crap, hobgoblins. The hobgoblins. Spider Man, Bow Goblin, Bow Goblin, yeah. Oh um, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those when they like swarm you are just near impossible to fight to begin with until you get some wow. way better weapons. But mm. the okay. boss fights, I'm not sure if they've even changed them. Oh, aside okay. from the fact so that they do gain health, like all the other enemies. So the bosses, okay. oh, I haven't okay. found right. too bad so far. Because I've done three of the Divine Beasts, and they've been mostly fine once I've got onto them. Yeah, I was quite impressed to hear you say that you've done like three oh, of the you. Divine Beasts. <laughs> Impressive. He's a real gamer. <laughs> You're divine yourself. <laughs> I'll take that. But yeah, because I, I played a bit of this, and I think I just about got off the plateau at the start for in, in Master Mode, that is. Uh, yeah. the, um, the- tip i can give you is run away avoid yeah just avoid don't even bother because <laughs> there's just yeah. you can't fight them at that level no definitely not yeah i might give this number give it another go on must i must, think it's yeah. definitely worth pushing I, through i didn't do that i decided against that i was like no nah. you played normal normally <laughs> yeah. yeah i i do kind of yeah. want to i almost want to 
play it normally as well, just so I can kind of breeze yeah. by it a little bit easier. Because I do keep getting yeah. sections where I'm like, I just want to do that, but I can't be bothered to fight all those. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the towers are just horrific now to get. Oh up. god, I imagine they are. Yeah. Oh god, because there's yeah. there's a couple of the further out ones that are just swarmed with enemies. The one I'm thinking of is, I think it's in like a pool of water towards like the Bird Kingdom, and there is just yeah. so many enemies with like lightning powers around that section, and it took me so long. Oh to get yeah, it. and in the end, I just yeah. had to cheese it and try and get past as quickly as possible. Do you know if like your um like stamina depletes quicker in this mode? Uh, I don't know. Um, I no. don't, I wouldn't say I don't remember it feeling, feeling particularly like faster. Had... I don't, yeah, mm. but I haven't played it in normal mode in four years, so I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. It's been out for that long. Yeah, I they know. definitely hit harder. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. a couple of things I've got uh, about. Eight or nine hearts now, and I still get one shotted by some things. Oh my god, yeah. that is That's brutal! Hardcore. Yeah, if you don't have like this food, yeah, learning yeah, how to cook uh, cool. is way more important as well. Like actually yeah, yeah. getting behind the mechanics of what's going to make what has been really helpful. Because I yeah. used to just throw things together and then it made what it made. Yeah, meat soup. One thing I like about this game is it kind of like throws any general mechanics that you'd find in any other video game out of the window, like the climbing mechanic on its own is so much better than every other game. Yeah, I don't know how they've (laughs) done that so well. Like, because there's a lot of games where climbing is boring. Yeah. Yeah, And even though it's simple, it's just not optional at all in some games. Yeah. Yeah. It it just works. Like, yeah, the, the climbing mechanic and the paraglider mechanic, which has kind of been Zelda before, but. It like playing open world games now. Like, I remember when this game came out, or I think it was around about the same time, um, Horizon Zero Dawn oh, came yeah. out for the PS4. Yeah. yeah. And playing that and trying to like the scale a cliff f- is so frustrating. And it's like yeah. you have to jump on these specific marked points on the cliff. Yeah. And mm. it just feels like crap. Yeah. Now no, I know exactly what I mean. It's so like, it's almost floaty. Um, yeah, yeah. The way you land and stuff, and yeah, if you're not hitting the right bit, which looks exactly the same as the wrong bit, <laughs> then you just die. Yeah, and you're like, cool. Yeah, it's so basic. Yeah. It's such a basic yeah. concept. Yeah, um, it is, isn't it? It's just yeah. so like again, Zelda being groundbreaking. Like it, it, it is really is. It, yeah, it, I, I would say I don't think I've ever played a more groundbreaking game than that. Um, no. Yeah. No. Hundred percent. And I'm amazed that yeah. more haven't like tried to copy it stolen the idea yeah. <laughs> well they kind of have yeah, there are there's a few copies that have come out recently actually yeah because of that uh, like ubisoft that. had just released one phoenix yeah, that one sounds like crap that. even the title sounds rubbish phoenix yeah. rising like it's it's go, but it's yeah mortals phoenix rising that's it yeah yeah i hate any any game title that has like immortals or phoenix and i'm like no i'm not i'm not gonna play it or rising <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> metal gear rising i don't know uh, that's all right. I don't, I don't actually know which one that is. I just know something. That's the like the ninja one. That's the ninja. It's that pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So we were speaking before about this kind of the the Metacritic giving Ocarina of Time the the best rating it's ever been given. Mm. Yeah. This very nearly did. It sat at ninety nine as well when it came out in twenty seventeen. 
Mm. And uh, YouTuber Jim Sterling gave it a 7 out of 10, which made it drop from 99 wow. to 97. Well, he is just wrong. And when he did that, he received hundreds of death threats. Really? I oh can imagine. <laughs> and I think that's where I was a bit worried to talk about the 30th anniversary. Can I say people, some people are so invested in it? And you, yeah, even I do. One fandoms thing to say. these things are very, very involved, and I don't know yeah. why they get so irate yeah. about these things, especially yeah. like with Cyberpunk lately. It's got so much hatred for it because they released it early because everyone wanted it to release early, and they said it wasn't ready, so we'll we'll release it anyway. You know, <laughs> you, you guys really want it, so we'll release it. Oh no, it's buggy! What a surprise! You yeah, know, the the fandom is very toxic yeah. in these communities. Yeah, they just. Yeah, I mean, hatred for stupid things. Again, like the whole, you know, people really hating the art style of Wind Waker because it's too immature. I'm just like, mm. I get it, like, just get over it. Like, it is a game can't... meant for kids, you know? Yeah. yeah. And like, that's what I love about Zelda is that I can have diverse art styles. That's mm. kind of what makes it great. Like, it just, like, you know, it, when, it do- when it does go serious, like, I'd say Breath of the Wild is f- pretty serious. Yeah, it's very cartoony, um, though. But yeah, yeah. So shaded. Um, uh, I don't know if it's so shaded, <laughs> it but it's not. It is. <laughs> I think it is. It's not yeah. got black lines around everything. It doesn't mean it's not right. so shaded. We're, we're not gonna, no. Yeah. Right. It does. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, but yeah, Breath of the Wild, like, ah, oh, it. it Weirdly enough, it's it took me a little while to... <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the, the tapping on the keyboard. <laughs> is it shell-shaded? Oh my god. No. It is. The thing with Breath of the Wild as well, it kind of gives you all the tools, doesn't it, to start with? Because I know there's people that speed run yeah. and can complete it in like yeah. half an hour. I love that about oh, you'd the game, want to, though. how free it is. Yeah, uh, yeah, it is very free. And the systemic systems they've got in place, mm. like how it all works together is just amazing. I don't, I don't know if I've ever seen a game like it. No, it's so well, expansive. There's just so much to do in it. Yeah, and the world is so interesting. It it looks incredible as well. I think for a, for a Nintendo Switch game, it looks phenomenal. It's actually it was yeah. on the Wii U as well. Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love. Yeah. I love. Life. What I love about Breath of the Wild as well is that it kind of really shook things up for Zelda, like, whilst mm-hmm. also like honoring traditional Zelda things. Like I yeah. love how like you know the temples became. Uh, what are they call in Breath of the Wild shrines, yeah, shrines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and you kind of had like the the bosses, which are kind of more like temples, but just the the shrine mechanic, it's just great. Yeah, like, and there's so many. It's well. little. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because I, I was never interested in Zelda particularly before no. I saw trailers for this game, um, and I was like, oh yeah, that looks fucking good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's taken a lot of elements from other Zelda games, which is quite interesting. Like, like say Wind Waker, you'd have to you'd have to pinpoint on a map where you need to go. Yeah, similar to this, where you have to kind of like you have to look around physically to find what you actually need to look for. Like the first the first objective on the plateau is you need to get to a high point and find all the shrines on that plateau. Yeah, and you have to physically do that. You can't you can't just look at your map and it's on there. I think it's that's quite quite phenomenal because a lot of yeah. games just handhold you and it's just boring now there's all these that's, games do it it's just boring yeah that's yeah like that's why i love like the world it's so well designed mm. that you can you know like if there's something that you know a destination you have to get to 
you can like look at something in the distance and think i think that's where i need to go yeah. and it doesn't necessarily be like you know here you go here's the place like it's oh, it's just awesome like it's yeah. such a well-designed world it's part of the adventure 100 percent. yeah you're yeah. actually i feel like you're much more involved in the adventure than you would be in a game like skyrim which would just give you waypoints yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly um so it's done an incredible job of kind of paying respect to its previous games. Yeah, given a lot of, a lot to the fans, but it's also brand new people to the the series who thoroughly enjoy it as well. Yeah, definitely. Hey, that's me. One thing I, <laughs> yeah. yeah, one thing I think was like really bold with this game is like how they the, <laughs> they pulled back on the music. Oh, nearly, nearly, nearly. <laughs> oh, nearly, nearly. <laughs> teasing you, teasing you. Zelda, as I was saying earlier, it's it's known for its music. It's like epic music, and it has so many like of the greatest hits from get you know game and music in general. All the greatest hits from Zelda. The... <laughs> <laughs> Time for the ads. Um, whereas this, like such classics it... as yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite one. <laughs> but it, it like the music in this is very like yeah, there, there's bits of music, but it's very like subtle. But it completely fits that world of of being out in the 100%. wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like if if they would have gone for blaring, you know, da, 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 it just wouldn't have fitted that world at all. I don't think. A lot of love has gone into that game, which you don't get with a lot of games, especially nowadays. In the last few years, some games, have yeah, just been crap. I think it was. Um, yeah. Everyone, you know, speaking of early releases and stuff, or releasing a game too early, isn't it literally Miyamoto who said that the classic line, like the classic line that I can't remember? No, it's something like um, a delayed game is eventually great, an early release is always forever bad, or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think they delayed this game about a few times. They probably did. Yeah, I mean, it's shown itself this year. Definitely. Yeah. What's yeah. There's another game. Of, there was another game recently that was came out. And it was rubbish. What was it? I can't remember. Oh, yeah, no Man's it, Sky was a big one, wasn't it? It happens more and more, <laughs> sadly. It's happening really, really frequently, especially that's last year, because I guess of COVID, a lot of things are probably not as fluid as they were. No, but, no. Um, but it keeps happening with games, and it's actually like, it's just so disappointing. You, you're kind yeah. of reluctant to buy a new game. That's no, why I never do. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the good thing about Nintendo is they kind of don't release games like that. Mm. generally they kind of with nintendo they kind of their games are always fully finished when they're released yeah yeah i think pretty much i'm trying to think of an example because even like you got you got mario this week i mean that's with bowser's fury that's a whole new thing yeah and it's awesome as well yeah yeah that's a fully fledged game yeah Yeah. there's no there's no bug fixing on that really you know no probably a couple because they probably missed a few but i think yeah i haven't i haven't run into any bugs no, no. With my playthrough yet. I think yeah. Nintendo yeah. is an interesting one because they're so um, heavy with the first party properties. Um, yeah. Sony to the same point, but they're still kind of going through third party studios. Um, yeah, yeah. I think it makes a big difference for the quality of those games because if you do go outside really the does. main line Nintendo games, it does get a bit worse. Yeah. Yeah, you definitely, like, yeah, I think yeah, we yeah. mentioned in a previous episode that you definitely buy. A Nintendo console for their first party games, yeah. Uh, yeah, exclusives. Like, I think I said, uh, you just kind of wish I said on one of the podcasts, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, 
the only games I have on the Nintendo Switch are Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure Animal Crossing is a Nintendo game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah. A, that's one of their properties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it's in Mario Kart. Yeah, it must be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we should uh, now look at the kind of expectations of what we think is going to be released. So we've talked quite a bit about the Mario games that have come out. Yeah. And kind of that's their 35th anniversary. What do you expect from some Zelda? Are they going to release kind of similar thing? Are we going to get a triple pack? Are we going to get a brand new they've game? Got, I have theories. I have, sure I have theories. <laughs> they've got to do it, right? Sure I you. think they're going to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. We're on the think... edge of our seats. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I have a feeling they're going to do a kind of All-Stars collection, and I think mm. it's going to be Ocarina, Twilight, and Skyward Sword, if they if they follow the same format as they did with Mario, like each kind of... Um... Why those three? Cause, because I think they're going to do a separate Wind Waker kind of trilogy pack okay. with kind of Ooh. those three, the Phantom Hourglass and Spirit Tracks. I think they're okay. going to bundle those together. And because I, I think Twilight Princess, whilst it did come out on the Wii and was like the release game, it also it was I think it was designed for the GameCube originally, and then was kind of like, oh, we got a new console. That's that's hence the whole like, oh, we need to flip yeah. the worlds. Where Skyward Sword feels more like it's the Wii for the Wii. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like those are kind of if we're talking generations of consoles like Ocarina, Twilight, and Skyward Sword, kind of like hit the N sixty four, GameCube, yeah, yeah. and Wii. Um, and I really hope that. They're gonna make remake Minish Cap. I'm like really hoping they are. Oh, that's my theory. Link's Awakening style. I've gone with a kind similar, of yeah. similar timeline. So I've gone with Ocarina of Time, Wind Waker, and then Skyward Sword because Wind so Waker did originally yeah. come out on the GameCube, didn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's that's a good point. That's probably more considered the GameCube one. Yeah, that is the main GameCube one, I would say. Yeah. Also, just... they've already had a Wii U HD Wind Waker, so it surely yeah. wouldn't be that difficult to port it. Yeah. over to the switch but there, there was a um a kind of thing that went uh hit the news recently um that i think like a trademark was registered in australia for wind waker and phantom hourglass so people okay. are like speculating that. yeah they had their paintings renewed and so did uh skyward sword yeah. as well i'd like oh, wow. to play phantom hourglass so it would be interesting i think because i've not yeah played it. i didn't even know it existed really till this week <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Spirit Tracks. I, I, oddly enough, speaking about Smash Bros. again, there's a level that's based on it, and I was, I thought there that is, was there, Phantom yeah. Hourglass, but then I found out, yeah, it's a whole other sequel like to Wind Waker. I have no idea what Spirit Tracks is about. I know it's a train. But it's it. about a train. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I know as well. That's such a weird concept for a Zelda game. <laughs> yeah, I know. I quite like it though. But um... do you fight on a train? Is it like James Bond? <laughs> It's like Uncharted 2. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. What a level. <laughs> um, so we think in general it's going to be a three-pack, a bit like the 35th for Mario. Yeah, I think they've got to follow the same formula, surely. But, but I like Nintendo, <laughs> so they win. Uh, maybe, yeah, uh, whatever maybe makes sense, they're not going to do that. This time we'll <laughs> yeah. do a five-pack. Yeah, and it'll only <laughs> be available insane. to six or... for some fucking reason. They'll surprise Addison and they'll do the mega game. Yeah. Be, that would be insane. That would be incredible. Wait, like, uh, how yeah. much would that cost? If that, that comes out, I like called 100 it. quid. <laughs> <laughs> that would be phenomenal though. If it, if it was like 100 quid, I think I'd still get it. 
Yeah, because they did that recently with uh, Kingdom Hearts. They did the all-in-one collection on the PS4. Did they? So you can now play everything. Oh and I think God. they could potentially... I think the, the obviously the catalogue for Zelda is much bigger. Yeah. I can't see them doing it. They like making things awkward to play, don't they? Yeah, there we go. Yeah, That's my pick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds annoying. <laughs> we'll put it on this obscure console for, for an hour, and then we'll put it on this other obscure console for another hour. Yeah, They're going to release a Zelda-dedicated mini-console. We just play Oh my god, that would them. be 100% what they do. <laughs> and it's in the shape of the Triforce. It would work, though. It would work. It's got eight pieces. That. And it's triangle. <laughs> it's got eight pieces, yeah. <laughs> you had to buy them all separately, piece them together. Well, you mentioned earlier about that would the, work. the company that put out a job recently, and that was uh, the Grezzo yeah. Studios, the ones that did the um, they did Link's the Link's Awakening. Awakening, but they also helped do the Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask um, 3D, oh, 3DS ones. 3D oh, the ports, ports, yeah. So in oh, theory, right. you could potentially get a situation where you have, because that, that can't be that much of a stretch, moving it from the 3DS to the Switch. So you could have an Ocarina of Time, yeah, Majora's Mask, sure. double double pack potentially released as yeah. well. Yeah, I'd like to definitely see that. Yeah. yeah. I'd like to play yeah. Majora's Mask in a more playable format. I yeah, think. definitely. Yeah. I, my, other, it, my other thought was the the Four Swords one, we, we didn't really touch on it when we looked at the timeline, but that's kind of a, yeah. you can play, you could play four people together on the Game Boy Advance. I think you could attach them to the GameCube yeah. and play it that way. It was, it was a bit of a convoluted way, obviously, of playing it because who's got four Game Boy Advances and a GameCube? I know. Mm-hmm. Such a huge setup. As you like, do. I love, I love the idea of like it's it's like a multiplayer Zelda game, which I think is like that sounds great. That is awesome, yeah. But just the setup was mental. But you could potentially have a kind of a Mario Thirty Five version of that, so you, almost battle royale style. That'd be sick. Dungeon. Crawling, do a, do a dungeon, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's do you reckon they'll release um the sequel to Breath of the Wild this year? No chance, nah, nah. Oh, it's been four no, years, you might, you might get more, yeah. But we've had one, they might trailer. say something about it, you, yeah. yeah I, re- I reckon you might get it addressed, but I don't think they'll release it. No, nah. I'd be interested to see if they release it like spring next year, be the best year ever. Because <laughs> Breath of the Wild came out in spring, didn't it? Isn't it? It's supposed to be like a co-op one as well, isn't it? Supposedly. Oh, is it? So it's going to be you play as Link or Zelda. Yeah. That'd be. I, I think that's cool. what they're planning to do. I'll yeah. play as yeah. Zelda. Yeah. All I've got to do is get captured every time. Yeah, yeah, easy. <laughs> oh no! Easy mode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you like, yeah, if you get captured, you're like, well, this is the purpose of the character, so can't yeah. blame me. It's all up to you, Link. <laughs> Go have a cup of tea. <laughs> So potentially, potentially we might have a Nintendo Direct sometime soon. We might even release the podcast and it comes out the same day. Who knows? Gu- guarantee someone's going to be like announced and all of our theories are going to be wrong and this podcast is going to be outdated like straight Of course, because uh, <laughs> all, all of our the... theories made some semblance of sense and it's Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. we've got to think yeah. of something really out there. I think the Mega... They're not uh, going to do collection. anything and they're actually going to remaster Mario again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just brush over the 35th anniversary for Legend of Zelda. Yeah. Just go right. We, oh, we put, yeah, we put you... some stuff on the Nintendo Online. There you go. You can have that. They're just like you bitches mm. wait until the 50th. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah. God. I'm hoping they are going to do like a triple pack like they did with Mario because I think it'd be really good. I think I, I think it'll I'd... fly off shelves if it does. 
Oh, yeah. It will, 100%. Will, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they'll do a limited limited release as well. I don't get this limited thing. It's so, it's so stupid. I still need to yeah, buy it. Isn't it? I definitely bought the You're running out of time. Mario 3D one. I'm pretty sure secondhand shops have got an abundance Hundreds. of them, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> there are, there's no shortage of stock. So or there's a scalper somewhere with a hundred in his bedroom. Oh yeah, along probably. with his PS fives <laughs> and his graphics After... cards. <laughs> yeah. After I'm um, talking about the Oracle games, though, I would I would love to see like a remake of those now. Yeah, like they they actually sound great. I'd be good for that. I think they've got the potential on there because I think a lot of people are asking for potentially Game Boy, GameCube, and that to go onto the the online service that they've got. Yeah, that Game should Boy be down. quite an easy. GameCube would be so good <laughs> if they just take their virtual console they've got on the 3DS. They could, they don't have to do anything. They just move over to the Switch. Do you, re- do you reckon GameCube that's why they haven't put it up yet? Because of the console things they do. Yeah, I suppose that's the thing, isn't it? They do yeah. want to squeeze as much cash out of us as possible. Oh yeah, they're all for that. 100%. Yeah, that was never in question. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. We- with Nintendo, because there's so many things that they could have done already to make so much money, but they like just don't. They don't. No, they don't. Like things like you know, yeah, like remaking Ocarina of Time would be insane. It would, but they just fly never off done the it. Shelves, man. Yeah, like. But they remade would... the first Pokemon. That's that's a good. That was a good move. They re- they've remade that like three times, haven't they? I think so. Yeah, that's the. But Let's Go red. was like a proper, proper remake on there. But they they had um, yeah, I guess Leaf Green and those ones as well. Yeah, oh, those are so good. We'll save mm. that for the Pokemon anniversary. There's, there is a Pokemon anniversary this year, isn't there? I think there's, there's one every two weeks. Damn. I play so much. So, uh, Addison, you're talking about Pokemon next time. Yeah, good. <laughs> when, when's the anniversary? Two weeks time. Two weeks time. <laughs> Laughter. That's definitely our next topic then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can't be asked to play Pokemon. Po- well, what, watch a TV you. series. Oh, yeah, you could watch a TV series. I mean, I've just finished watching all of them, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Did he? Oh, Eight episodes. Oh, I remember God. the sad one with Charmander and his tail in the rain. <sighs> or the one when. Um, I did rewatch he... the first film like two years ago. Hey. Kind of hated, yeah. <sighs> I, I'm can, I'm just going if I think at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking don't. <laughs> I fucking love that film. So. Yeah. Uh, I I still cry. I still cry at that film. <laughs> but Mewtwo's line is probably the most philosophical shit I've ever heard in a film. <laughs> I think you might need to get a bit of a grip. Is it when he's like, "I see now that I don't know. I can't remember quite the line." <laughs> Good, good, good quote, good quote. I see you now, and then he just flies off. <laughs> I see you now, bye. I'm just going to say whatever in the section, because it's getting cut anyway. <laughs> I see now that the circumstances of one's birth is irrelevant. It is what you do with the gift of life that determines who you are. There you go. You just made that up. That was all good. Yeah, I just made that up, yeah. <laughs> so philosophical. Uh, I, anyway. I cannot make something like that up. I'm not back, that eloquent. Back to Zelda. <laughs> We transitioned to the Pokemon podcast. Yeah, so weird. <laughs> uh, what were we even talking about? I can't remember. So Matt, did it end up being cell shaded? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the tepid take.
No big Zelda releases from the Nintendo Direct on the 17th of February, so I guess we will see if a Zelda release will be coming or it will just pass us by. I guess your predictions are as good as ours. Thank you very much for listening to episode 3. Now go and give that subscribe button a 